Welcome everyone to another episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. Today we have a special guest all the way from San Diego. We have Eric Herrera in the building. And we also have a special guest host on here, Flo. And we're using his studio. What's up, Flo? What up, what up, what up? All right, Eric, thanks for coming down, man. Thanks for uh, for for allowing us to, you know, to, to be allowing us to have you on my podcast and thanks Flo for helping out letting us use the space and stuff i know we've been talking about this for a while for from over a year of just having so. you on and stuff you know thank you guys man it means you know it means a lot you know i don't i i do a lot of stuff up here in la but i don't really hang out for too long i come up and like i'll work with my boys anthony and jorge mm-hmm. and i'm usually back in san diego same day so if i can make more time to like do stuff here i try to do that yeah that's cool man so um I first saw you uh, on Instagram, and what I liked is that you were doing like independent reporting and stuff. I thought that was really, really cool, man. And like, because um, not a lot of people do that. And then the way you do it too, like with your photography and stuff like that, I was like, "Fuck, this is fucking cool." I want to have this guy on. You know, he's he's everywhere covering shit. You know, which is cool. I used to be like that. You know, where I, I was more like where the people are at. You know, I would not only talk about like oh, fucking the street vendors and stuff. I was actually out there too. You know, and that's what I liked. I gravitated. You know, kind of like, fuck, this guy's this guy's cool, man. He's actually doing it. You know, he's not just speaking about it. And I thought that was really, really cool, man. Like, what, what got you into into doing that? Um, I started, well, I've been a photographer for like, I started either like 2007, 2009. But I started doing stuff more related to um, journalism and photojournalism like in 2017, I think. Um, I was just out there taking pictures of like a lot of the lowrider cruises and just like um, how like the Chicano scene just started picking up out of nowhere, you know, getting a lot of popularity with like the fashion and like the art and the movies, and then um, it kind of went took a more serious note like when COVID hit, because um, all of a sudden like no one was going out, you know, there wasn't any more like cruises or anything like that. But I made a lot of friends during before that, like a, a few years before that, and. Um, I remember there was like a lot of underground parties like in Santa Ana and LA and I would like get invited to them so I would go and take pictures. Um, there was a lot of like illegal, you know, quote unquote illegal like uh, car cruises and all that so I would go to those as much as I could because for me it was just like, like we, no one really knew what was happening. I mean, we knew that like we had to quarantine and like not go out but in my head like I guess it kind of, um, my mind had kind of exaggerated the, uh, the pandemic where it was just like, man, like, what if they tell us we can't ever do this again? Yeah. So I was just like, well, I'm just going to keep going out there and make sure, like, I, at least I get in pictures so, like, people can see that, you know, like, even though these things were, like, imposed on, like, the, the people, you know, there's at least, like, some form of evidence where people yeah. were kind of, like, um, still living, just being um, ungovernable and, like, trying yeah. to live their lives, you know, trying to be authentic and, like, um, just trying to be human. Um, so I did that for a while. And... It just kind of, I never stopped after that. Um, I'm not going to be, I mean, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't really pay that well, but um, wherever I could get money, like I still do photo shoots and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I would get whatever money I could and just kind of like use it to fund that, you know, travel, going to different places, different events, um, anything I could really. 
Yeah, because I noticed you were all over the place too. You even you you would come down a lot too when they had that uh they had that meeting that that dude Gil had from American Cholo. You were there yeah. covering a lot of a lot of. And then I'd be like, "Hey man, you still here?" Like, "Oh man, I'm already taking off." You know? Yeah. You sometimes I think spontaneously and shit. You know, I should have planned it before. But um, when you were there with those people and they were like, you know, just doing the lowrider thing, was it like the same? You think everyone had like the same, um, like I guess, uh, point of view where like they didn't really know the severity of it or they didn't think too much of the pandemic? It was more like they're just they just want to do what they like. How you said you want to do it because you don't know if it's really going to be the end of it. I think it was a mix because um, there was a what was it, like January seventeenth or something like that in twenty twenty one. I went to a, one of those underground parties, and it was in Santa Ana. It was my friend's birthday party, and uh, I had a, a lot of people. I, I've met a lot of people around Southern California, so when I go to Riverside, there's like a few people that know me out there um, here in L.A. or like even um, like Corona and all that stuff. So some of these people, uh, mostly older guys, they would come up to me, and they would just say like, hey, man, I just want to let you know that whatever's going on, I don't fucking agree with it. <laughs> and then they would say, like, some of them would say, like, I never took the shot. Some of them would say, I took the shot. So, but despite that, they would say, like, I just don't want to, like, be fucking locked up all day. Yeah. Like, I got, like, you know, like, I want to be outside and I want to hang out with my friends. And, like, um, and I felt that, you know, because for me, like, I, I love doing what I do. I have to be outside, you know, yeah. and take, document all that. So, like, for me, like, that really, um, that really hit me hard because it was just like, man, pretty much whether you're pro-vax or not or whatever you are in the political spectrum, it's just like people, humans have this just natural um, feeling to like want to do things, mm -hmm. you know, like human things were like socialized, get together, um, whatever that looks like, you know, across cultures, you know, people have, will always have that. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I think especially like for us, because like it's, it's in our blood to like, to be free, you know, like I always, I always look back to like, how how he said like you know I'd rather I'd rather live on my feet I'd rather die Bunch on my feet yeah, yeah than, than to live on my knees and and that's what that reminded me of and like our spirit is like that you know like look look the the I'm not saying we're all Aztec but you know the whole the people got taken out because they're willing they don't want to be slaves they're like nah yes. we're we're gonna fight you yes. know in the beginning yeah a lot of people got slaughtered and they when they rose up they're like hey they got extinct because mm -hmm. of that you know so I I you know I kind of feel that in my heart that that's probably what it is you know a lot of us are, are like that you know what I mean. I mean, sure. I know in the history books, they had us working in the in the, in the tobacco fields and shit like that too. People don't really talk about that. Yeah. But um, as a whole, as a whole, I don't think that's that's within us to to follow something, especially if it's if it's wrong. If there, there's traditions, this year you follow traditions. But if something is imposed on you, you're like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna be like we're gonna fight it. You know what I mean? But sadly, a lot of a lot of our people did comply with it simply because also our people. Uh, don't like to be confrontational. Mm -hmm. If they're pushed and shit like that, we'll, we'll retaliate. But if we, for the most part, we, we follow the rules. Yeah. Even in, in the prison system, like, hey, like, that's the authority. We respect it. And then they respect us in turn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we, we believe in rules and regulations and shit like that. You yeah, know true. I mean? But at the same time, we're, we're people that want to be free. And, you know, we don't want to be governed either. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, because that's part. what I mean. Like, like with the lowrider thing, just for another same example, it's just like it's been that scene has been around for how long? Like decades now, like yes. 50, 60 plus years. Mm -hmm. And then, like, from one year to the another, it's just like, oh, you guys can't do that anymore. Yeah. So it's like, what do you mean I can't do it anymore? <laughs> like, I've been doing it. My dad did it, my grandpa did yeah. it. Now you're telling me I can't do it? Yes. I can't go out. What was it, that Malibu? That guy couldn't, he was by himself. Yeah, he got arrested. By yeah. himself, and he couldn't go out into the water, and he got arrested. Damn. So it's just like, well, like, what do you guys mean? Well, like, 
no more of this. Like, we've been doing it forever. Yeah. It's like, might as well tell me I can't breathe. <laughs> like, yeah. like, stop breathing, guys. I know you're used to it, but just you need I to see. stop for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, I, I first met Eric, too. I think it was around the same time uh, during the pandemic or in the midst of it or whenever it was, right? I think it was in the midst of it. Yeah. yeah. So it was really cool because I met him. Well, we connected through a mutual uh, colleague. Anthony. Shout out to my boy Anthony yes. Calasa. Oh, I know you just did a podcast with him last yesterday. Uh, he was on my. Uh, He's my sh- favorite brown white supremacist. <laughs> 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 he was on my uh, on my episode. I think that's where you probably saw me, you mm-hmm. know. And then from there, we just kept connecting, and we've been talking ever since. <coughs> and we've also talked about meeting up, right? So when you told me, "Hey, uh, let's meet up with Ramos," I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't even know you were talking about Ramos. You know, I had no idea you guys were <laughs> in any kind of communication. But I was like, "Hey, you know, let's." Let's do a do a trifecta thing, you know, and, and mm-hmm. see see where it goes. Because yeah. I know you got a lot of things. You you've been out on the field, you know, and this is why I respect Eric because Eric is not just telling you things that he hears. He's out there. He he's been to the border. He's seen things and things that we don't want to hear probably in the community. <clears throat> but when I started listening to him, I, I mean, I've always been a pretty open person, but I was okay. This is a different perspective, you know, because obviously a lot of us, when it comes to immigration, we tend to lean a specific way. Mm-hmm. And he opened my eyes to that. I was like, okay, like, I never saw it the way he, he, he was pointing it out. So do you want to talk more about that? I mean, what your, your journey with, with being out there, you know, and, and documenting yeah, these things, you know? So this is the first moment where I was just kind of like, okay, maybe I, like, should take this more seriously and just not make it about pictures. It was, um, I want to say it was 2018. Um, there was going to be, out in San Diego in um, Barrio Logan in Chicano Park. I'm sure many people know about that place. Um, one of my favorite places, for sure. At that time, and at that year, there was um, rumored to be this, like, a, a MAGA rally that was going to take place there. And I thought to my head, like, right away, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, it's going to only end one way. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, well, I want to be there with my camera just to take yes. pictures. And I also wanted to go because that was my first time ever going to a, uh, see a MAGA rally every time I saw anything that was pro-Trump or pro-MAGA it was on the newspapers and TV and it was always like white nationalism this white supremacism that and in my head I was just like well if it's gonna happen here I wanna go see that for myself cause that sounds pretty fucking crazy like why would they come yeah, to this yeah, neighborhood yeah. where it's nothing but Mexicans like I don't know how they think that's a good idea so I wanna go see what's going on so I got there and there was a counter protest to that of like 700 people like police were there they put like those metal dividers that you see at concerts in the middle of the street so everyone that was against the MAGA thing was on one side where the kiosco is and the murals and then of the little the it was really little it was kind of ridiculous um it was like 40 people on the MAGA rally side and like there were like chance man no yeah it was it was it was hilarious man it looked like something out of a comic book there was just like Kind of like um, surrounded. It was just yeah, they were. It was like forty people to seven hundred. So, um, and all the MAGA people were like on these the little tables on the park, like eating pizza. (laughs) Just like oh, I see those. Yeah, and it was just like (laughs) wow, like what the hell is going on? And then like I looked around, and like half the people at the MAGA rally were Latinos. Damn. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on, dude? And then like I talked to a few of them. They're like, yeah, like I'm first generation, or like my second generation or like some of them were even from mexico and i was like okay well thank you for talking to me and i just like like dumbfounded i was just like 
this isn't what it how it's described on on any kind of media. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. Yeah. white this, white that. You know, racist this, and it's just like half the people here are like browner than I am. Yeah, and that was the part where I was just like, man, this is weird. Like something, like I just didn't know what to make of it. So after that, um, they they left, and like it got kind of wild because they were getting followed by everybody. And Fuck. so, but they made it safe. But that's when like I after that I kind of like. Mm, made it a thing to like if like, there's more of these then i'll just go and i'll just keep taking pictures and that's how like, i took pictures of um uh who's gone well makes fun of him a lot he goes by homies for trump oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he does that freestyle yes uh he's quite a character man um him and there's this guy who's like he looks more white but he told me he's half mexican um he used to go by based barton um and then there was like a bunch of other people and they were all, like mostly mexican some central americans um Met a lot of Asian people, and they were all like on the the magazine. They were all like uh, really Republican, uh, really conservative people. And that was like again the thing for me that was a trip. That was just like I'm keep getting told that this is like a white only thing. Yes, yeah. And every time I go to one, whether it's San Diego, L.A., Orange County, it's that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, what? Like why? Why do they keep saying that? And um. I I I I know now why they say it, um, but I just think it's extremely dishonest and it's played into this uh, narrative narrative that's become more um, more dangerous than anything. I mean, like when I've been to some of those rallies, they they get really bad. Like people like assault other, one another. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen old mm-hmm. people get assaulted by people that are like yep. supposedly anti-racist. Um, and so for me, that's the other thing. Like this is like playing into some other thing, and like it it. If it, if it's if this is like okay, then like I can only it only means that it's gonna get way worse, and like and it did get way worse. Um, there's not as bad as it was then. I think the pandemic just made things um much more worse than they are with everyone being locked in. But um, I could see like how how um vicious some people can be like if they're granted the opportunity. Yeah, but like like the 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 Hispanics Latinos that that you spoke to that were more like on the MAGA side. <laughs> Like what? What was there? Like what? What's the reasoning behind that? That the belief and and buying into the whole MAGA thing when like their parents might have been immigrants or maybe themselves were immigrants. Like what? What made them? A lot of it was was pretty much that way. You just said that a lot of them um, that were they came here from Mexico or even Asia. Like I met a lot of Chinese people and Vietnamese people, and they all pretty much said the same thing. Is like look, like like we we have very specific values that are pro family pro-country we've lived underneath like these systems of government where like it's whether it's communism or like socialism he's like we lived through that and like it's it's not a good thing like people many people die so when we came here we came here and it was like wow we're finally safe Mm. if i start a business it's like it's mine it's not like excuse me (laughs) it's not like um you're, the government is robbing you, you know, of whatever everything you got, or like if you say the wrong thing, the government's gonna come get you. For like, so for them, it was like really enlightening to hear that. Um, I remember at UCLA, there was a, Donald Trump Jr. went there to do a book signing, and um, I was talking to this old guy from Romania, and um, he was pointing at all the, the, I guess it was like Black Lives Matter and like feminists and all this stuff mm-hmm. across across the way, and he was saying like. I'm from Romania, and when Romania was a communist country, and what they're doing over there, like that's exactly how it all started over there. Wow! Like it's the same thing. 
they would get these young people in like in high school and college and they would protest yeah. and they would demoralize people and tell them like oh that you're a racist or you're all of this like this is exactly what's happening and it's happening here in america now that's why i'm against it because i yeah. know what this leads to yeah mm. you know because because when you mentioned like uh the, the the latinos that were with it <clears throat> i was thinking more like they were, they were with it because of the whole immigration thing but for me personally when I when I voted for Trump and I and I'll say it, you know, I, I said voted it for before. Trump too, man. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I said it before, right? The reason, my, mine really, the 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 issues, uh, there were bigger issues like what's happening right now, and it's and I see, I knew it was gonna happen, like what's happening right now, like you know, uh, with the economy, with fucking, uh, with how they're controlling our, our freedom of freedom of fucking to, to speech and all that shit, you know, even freedom of religion, they're they're doing away with religion and God, right? Mm-hmm. I knew that was gonna happen. To me, those issues were bigger than the immigration issue, because mm-hmm. no matter what, we're gonna find a way to make our asses over here, just mm-hmm. like my, my parents made their way over here. You know what I mean? And we're gonna continue to make our way. They're gonna build a wall. We're gonna build tunnels and shit. We're gonna find <laughs> a fucking way. You know what I mean? It's interesting thing thing about the wall and the immigration because I've been saying this for like a, a little bit. But I guess it was something that not a lot of people, even um, a lot of migrants knew, is that it's ch- it's cheaper to buy a ticket from Mexico, you fly into Canada, and then from Canada you cross into the U.S. Really? It's cheaper to do that than to like pay all these people along the way, and then they, they cross you through um, Southern California or Arizona or Texas. Yeah, but, and I'm now that's catching on. So now there's a lot of people coming in from Canada. So well, they, they go to Canada and then they cross So you're able to fly into Canada legally from Mexico? Yeah. That's what the Chinos do. I man. did not know that. Yeah. yeah um, you, it's like certain countries, like Mexico, India, um, certain like Eastern European countries, like in their visa, like, you can go into Canada with like their passport. Wow. But once you're there, like you can, you just, it's, and the border in Canada and the U.S. is like not like. It's a joke. It's, it's just the forest. <laughs> it's, it's a just, bigger it's joke the than the one down here. <laughs> For sure, fucking Ukrainians are welcome there. Huh? <laughs> Everywhere, huh? That, that's the fucking. That's a poster child for fucking, you know, for... And then they're, they're going to send them another, what, 10 billion? Again? 10 for billion, fucking yeah. Fucking shit, dog. And I'm over here fucking working two jobs, homie. These motherfuckers giving away my money and shit. I was talking Damn. to my friend Anthony, and we talked about that. All the money we've sent, and, um, well, the U.S., uh, the taxpayers have sent to Ukraine. Oh, sent it, yeah. And that um, only 30% of that money has actually been accounted for. Wow. So, like, basically two-thirds of how many ever billions of dollars this week like no one knows where it went wow it's probably getting funneled and like laundered some way but like that's a lot of money man damn so you're not you're not gonna get a good uh tax Fuck return no. this year because i mean it's all going okay. to ukraine hunter hunter's got this shit <laughs> giving a cut. i'm fucking gonna pay them every year i've been paying them every year since <clears throat> well, god knows when i don't get a return so <laughs> i'm like whatever right? and it's crazy because like all the money we've sent to like someone broke it down um i don't know how accurate it is but it was just um saying like if all that money if we would have kept it um, within the country, you could have paid like every single cancer patient like treatment for like really? five years. You could have paid like um, college education for like every student like for I don't know how long. You could have done so many other things in the U.S. with that money, and instead it's just making its way over there. And, you know, and we can't buy eggs. We can't. <laughs> and to, to me, the, this is a thing that that really you can barely afford gasoline. Yeah. Really gets to me, especially people who are very. Democratic leaning or left leaning, they talk about stuff like that, right? You know, we need resources for the community, we need resources for whatever. But our there's no there's nobody challenging that on the left or or you know, liberals are not challenging this even war, on, right? Even on the right, man, um, once you like actually when because it, it's like a, con- a congressional thing, yes, it's a bipartisan issue, yes. So, like, it's kind of weird how like the right portrays it like, oh, like all the leftists keep voting for war, but like. 
it's like your Republican congressmen are also like voting for it. Yes. You're all agreeing to send yes. money. Yeah, over they're, all, they're all doing it. Well, what I'm saying though is that but yeah, like, like, we expect like, Republicans to do that. I mean, they've they've done that for years, right? I mean, <clears throat> that, at least that's the image that they have, right? Mm -hmm. in, in, in the eyes of Latinos. But when we talk about all these issues, right? And then you have these individuals doing that and they're not addressing the issues that we, we need to address. It's like they don't even care. Like they don't even, they don't question it. There's no, there's no outrage for that. There's an outrage for Trump saying, you know, Mexicans are rapists, but there's no outrage for what we're doing over there. Like, so that, this is why I, I don't, I don't understand individuals who vote that way because clearly they're not voting with logic. You know no, no, I mean? they're like, it's voting with um, just initial feeling. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how else to say it, but I, I think like a lot of people are like brainwashed or yeah. indoctrinated or something yeah. because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, I know you, you, Ramos talks about it a lot where it's just like, um, what's it, uh, is it predictive programming or yeah. something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, as soon as you see like a certain image or like a certain color flashed like in a movie or like on the news, it's just like, that registers in like certain people's minds is like, oh, that means that um, I should favor this or like yeah. it means I should be okay with this. Subliminally, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Subliminally yeah. messaging. Um, and I, I think that's right, too. Like, I mean, I know about it because of like certain music, you know, like where like there's like a secret message. And yeah. It's led some people to like do some crazy shit like murders. But yeah, with like a war. Like with Ukraine, like a lot of companies put like yellow and blue, yellow and blue, yellow and blue. Yeah. Yeah. On talking, I remember last year when the Rams were in the Super Bowl and he said, watch, the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I was like, no way, Ramos. I, I was I like, he called the, me. He should have bet on. That's what I told him. I was like, Ramos, you should have bet. I even bet. said uh, the, the fucking Warriors were going to win. Watch, they're going to win because it's that. yellow and blue. And if you look back, you guys can do this right now or, or pause or afterwards. Just look up um, COVID um, COVID uh, signs and shit for, for COVID. And you're going to look at the signs. They all have yellow and blue. Yeah, so we can mm -hmm. program for a fucking whole year two years before this shit happened it's all the signs are yellow and blue they're all like blue blue gloves or, or yellow gloves those dishwashing gloves with blue writing it's all been programmed and then even with the teams because basketball football that shit's fucking country it's all it's, it's all fucking staged like wrestling too dude i mean it's honestly That's after the saying. last super bowls yeah. I, I believe it because even this this one right you had two black quarterbacks the first time in, in nfl yeah. history on black history month yeah right i mean that was just too 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 obvious. I mean, I don't know if you saw the games or not. I mean, I have money in them, right? That's why I, I yeah, was really yeah. upset because <laughs> in the last game, the Reds got involved, you, dude. I bet <laughs> like, you $100 is going to be two black quarterbacks. Bro, I yeah. was like, five years ago, this, this shit was ridiculous. I was like, the, the calls were absurd, you know? And, and I mean, what a better story to sell, right, on a Super Bowl. Two yeah. black quarterbacks on Black History Month. They were talking about it the entire two weeks. It wasn't even about the game. It wasn't yeah. about the players, right? It was these two guys. I mean, they happen to be good players, right? But I was like, man, Ramos is onto something on this one because I, I didn't race. believe it. I was like, I'm just not gonna bet in the playoffs anymore because yeah. this is stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to push now, but I know it was the Ukraine thing. You know, like the colors, the colors, the colors. I, like I tell everybody, like you know, like every like fast food uh, sign that you see, like think about Wendy's, think about McDonald's. They all have yellow and red. They mm. all have that shit. You know, Canes, fucking. Jack in the Box has white and red, mm. white, red, and yellow, because those colors attract you and they make you hungry. Mm -hmm. So it's all fucking predict. Even even the way that we that we speak, I actually want to do a, a, an episode on that, but I got to look more into it. Where like certain words, like you know, spelling, we we cast spells with mm -hmm. our words, you know, and like certain words have different um, frequencies. Like for example, the word earn and learn and burn, it's all it's all a negative frequency, like earn, earn, you know, and like the word um, earn is it could be an earn or when you're earning money. Mm -hmm. So it's like we we there's certain and then also cursive it's you're cursing people with a cursive like 
a one that I always say is like good morning. You're wishing him to have a good morning. So whenever mm-hmm. people tell me that shit or somebody's all right, good morning, but I put morning because that's what I'm doing. I'm morning, mm-hmm. but that's what it means. Good morning. But uh, yes. sometimes I'll correct people when I'm when I'm cool with them. You know what? This is really what it means. I prefer to say buenos dias. So that's why I'm going to respond to you because I don't want to wish that up on you. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's a good yeah. thing I don't know how to do cursive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and be putting cursive. I on forgot. People, I know this. He looks all like. Like, <laughs> the thing, like, when you're on life support, yeah, I'll just do a letter regular. No, but you're right, man. Like, it's um, the how you not just how you like you talk to people, but like the way you conduct yourself, conduct yourself, the way the words you use, like, something I like to say instead of like, um, like, like, good morning or good day or something, like, I tell everyone, like, how are you feeling today? Okay, oh, that's better feel today, yeah, yeah, because it's like. You can tell you can tell like the most depressed person on earth how are you doing today and they'll probably be, Oh I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. But you tell someone like, Hey, how are you feeling today? And then they're like, Oh Well I'm okay, but so and so and so and so and so and so and so that's good. Yeah. That's really good actually. Yeah, because other people ask me like, How you doing? I'll I'll be like, I'm okay, but and I'll fucking tell you, you know, because you're asking me for a reason. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if people ask you and it seems like it's not in a genuine way, I'm like, Oh, I'm cool. Because they're just telling you just to mm-hmm. say it, you know. But you can actually genuinely feel when someone's asking yes. you, yeah. hey, hey, well, how, do you, how are you doing today? How do you feel? Like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, how do you feel today? Okay, you know. Like when you go to fucking uh, in and out now they say, how are you? Before it was like, hey, how's it going? Welcome. They say, how are you and shit. Yes. You know? it's, like <laughs> a, it's like a, it, it, it leads you to like, if you really want to engage with them, they'll start talking, you start talking to them, but nobody does. They're like, oh, I just want to get my fucking cheeseburger and get out of here, you know, <laughs> yeah. get my four by four and get out of here, you know? Yeah. Or like when they say, have a, you know, have a good day or, yeah. you know, have a good, when I go to the gym, yeah. I'm so used to just responding at you too, you know, like yeah. every time they say that, I'm like, have a good workout. I'm like, oh, you too. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That happens to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Or like, let's like, say so if I get some food, they say like, oh, okay, uh, enjoy your food. Or something yeah. like, oh, you too. Like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, thanks, you know? Yes. Just a response, you know? It's like, it's like we just we just respond, so it's like there's no feeling behind it, you know what I mean? Because we're so fucking programmed to respond the same things. It's kind of cool to kind of mix things up, you know, and mm-hmm. have people thinking and shit, because I think that's the trick is to get our minds thinking and get us break us away from this fucking just routine, routine, routine. You know what I mean? That's one of the reasons why I don't go to Catholic church anymore because it's like, parate, siénate de pie, sense, talunde, you know? It's like, I don't like that. I like, I like some, oh, I haven't been to church in a while, but I kind of stopped going because I didn't feel anything. I just mm-hmm. felt like I was going through the motions like a fucking, like a robot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I like to learn things. I like to engage. You know what I mean? And it just felt like the same thing over, over and over. Nothing against Catholicism, but just for me, you know? I, I mm-hmm. felt like that. Yeah. Yeah. And with you, Eric, I know, like you said, uh, you have been in places because of your photography what's one of the places you went where you were just like man like this is just wild i mean that completely changed your life <laughs> well i mean literally um yeah so i mean i talked to you guys a little bit and yes. uh, so not a lot of people know about it um something I, i'm kind of private about but i've been opening up more about it is that i went to uh, washington dc on january 6th and uh, i went to the capitol where all those people were going crazy and like going inside and um and I got in trouble for it. Um, I actually have to do uh, some prison time because of it. Um, I have to turn them, go serial surrender in two weeks, um, exactly. Um, that it's been um, that's been like over two years now. Um, but I guess like there's a lot that happened that day, man. Like it's kind of like I try to think about it, and like it, it's like um, this really long memory that I, I think about often, where it's like. I just remember I, I flew out the night before. Um, I, I took like a, a red-eye flight. So I got there in D.C. like at 5 or 6 in the morning, Eastern time. And 
I got off the little metro and like went up the escalator to the street level, and like right away there's just like people everywhere with like their USA flags and their MAGA gear, and like I know I voted for Trump, but I'm not the type of person that like wears that stuff. Like, you were a fan. Just, like, you were just voting for. I him. was just voting for me. I'm not. I'm not a fanatic. Yeah. I mean, I think he's also like fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know, yeah, I like that yeah. about him. <laughs> but I'm not like, um, yeah, like it's not like I'm gonna wear like a like a like a band shirt kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of people like that walking around and. Um, that was my second time in DC. Uh, the first time was also crazy. There was like protesters fighting and like some guy got stabbed and. But <laughs> <laughs> it was it was. Not, I almost thought I was gonna die that night. Um, but yeah, the second time I went there, I was walking around. Um, th- only this time it was like daytime, so I could see where I'm going and you know explore more. So I'm walking around and um, just exploring, like taking pictures where I, of things I find interesting. There was like a bunch of little. Um, events happening around where like a speaker was speaking at like a certain park or like a certain area so I was just kind of exploring and then um, I remember that Trump was going to give his um, his speech at it's his park uh, next to the White House called the Ellipse Park Yes. and everyone was going to go there like it's supposed to be like everyone and uh, I was like well I want to take pictures of this like massive crowd so I was walking and I didn't even make it halfway because excuse me um Everyone was walking the opposite direction. Yeah. Like the street was like thousands of people walking the other way, Fuck. and me and like the other people that were walking towards the park. Some guy from the crowd yells, "If you guys are going to the Trump speech, it's over." So I was just like, "Okay, well, there goes that." Huh. Um, so I was waiting around. And I was taking a break, um, and then like I just started following the crowd to see where everyone was going, and we ended up at the front at the Capitol, where the lawn is. And by the time I got there. Everything, the things had already started. Uh-huh. So when I, when I got there, there must have been like probably like ten thousand people there already. It was there was a lot of people. Like I couldn't even like I could barely make my way up. Wow! Like it was like a, being at a, like in the audience at a, at a, at a concert. concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like Ugh. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, eventually, like I made my way up, and there was um, I just, I still didn't know what was happening because I just thought people were like there to protest, and yes. I remember um. I felt some. I got a weird feeling because, like, I remember there was like some people that looked really upset. Um, I mean, like Trump had already lost the election, mm-hmm. but like I was just kind of like, con- like wondering why so many people were like were like visibly angry. And like I remember hearing this lady, like not far from me, saying like, "No, no, no! Someone has to do something about this." Oh. And I was like, "Well, like, <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> And I kept making my way up, and as I got closer, I think it was like the front three or four rows of people. That's when I saw like it was bad because there was like people fighting with the police. Wow. There was like the flash grenades going off, um, tear gas and mace. Like I started getting the burning sensation in my throat, so I opened up my backpack and I put on my mask. Which, um, and I got to the very front, and there was this guy is like going toe to toe with the Capitol Police, wow. like. I was as close as you guys are. That's how yeah. far away wow. it was. And then um, at one point, there was so much tear gas in the air that it was like a blizzard. You couldn't see like past like 10 feet. And I was it was like a slow motion moment for me because it was just people fighting all around me. Wow. So I was just kind of like walking around people and just um, kind, kind of like amazed at what I was seeing. I was like, man, like what the fuck is this? Like, what did I just walk into? <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so, but like, like from, from what I'm, from what I understand, and and from, from like knowing what you do, like you you weren't there to protest. You yeah. were there to document this thing, these events. I mean, it's interesting. Like anybody could fall into that. Like if I'm seeing this shit, like I like seeing shit like that, yeah. and I want to because I want to experience it and take it all in, and I want to document. So that's why you're there, right? Yeah. And there's there's a bunch of people that have been. Um, uh, I don't know how long they they got sentenced to, but there's people that never went inside and they got arrested. Wow! And then that, which is crazy for me, because like, how far do you have to be away from the building yeah. before, like, before they say, "Oh, you were there"? Yeah. And like, apparently there was like a permit to be on the lawn that day. Oh wow! So like, there was a an actual permit that was filed with the mm. government, but like that doesn't hold for some reason. Um, and so I went up. At some point, like, I made my way up these steps because I saw people going up. And um, that's where I saw, like, another, like, holy shit. I had another holy shit moment because I was, like, on this, near this balcony area um, towards the top of the steps. And I look over to the crowd, and it's, like, the biggest, biggest, like, group gathering of people. It, it goes, like, it, it, it was, like, hundreds of thousands of people. Like when he won the election? Like, like that, it was all full of shit. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was full, man. You, you, there was like, there was like, uh, you, if you look straight down, there's the Washington Monument, but they weren't gathered there. It wasn't like straight up the thing. It was like off everyone, the street that everyone was coming down after the speech. Yeah. So you can just see, um, I think it's called Independence um, Avenue or something. Yeah, somewhere else. That's where everyone was like standing. So like this whole street is just filled like, as far as you can see. And you just hear the people just like, they weren't chanting, but they were just like, all everyone at once was just like screaming and like yelling and i just stood there and i was just like man this is this is like i've never seen it i didn't really know how to think about it i was just like man this is like insane i can't believe yeah. i'm looking at this right now and um i walked over where i, I call it, i always call it the left side because there's like the east wing left the south wing of the Capitol. but i just know that when i went up i made a left so i just call it the left side and um there was people just hanging out there um, they opened up like a huge American flag and like were waving it. There wasn't like, nothing really bad was happening there. And then, um, but there was like a doorway there and it was closed. And then, at some point, I I hear someone go like, "Oh look, the door's open." So then like everyone turns around of and course. just walks in. Yeah. Like no one's shoving, no one's fighting. Everyone just kind of goes in. And I went into one of the offices, the one that was right next to the entrance. And um, there I I just saw it recently. There's this footage I've never seen until like this week. Or maybe last week, the entrance that I went in through, there's security footage now from the inside, and there's four people that walk up to that door and they open it twice from the inside. Wow! Uh, yeah, they, they all they all set it up so people I never, can come I didn't, in there. I've yeah. never seen that until yeah, so, like recently. So it wasn't a break in, but just the fact that people were in there, they got in trouble. But they yeah. they were let in. If they would have never opened those doors, people wouldn't have made their way in. Yeah, like some guys go into the door, they open it, and some guy walks out and they close it. And like, and one of the people, like he has a, pol- a jacket that says police. And he walks up and he opens he opens it again. Yeah, you know what? I di- I did see footage from before, but more deep inside where the police the police officers were opening the doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they came up. They might probably got rid of it. Though, and you don't see any of that in the media. You saw people breaking into the windows. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you saw people yeah. busting windows and like like beating police officers and all yep. that, which is another thing. You know, you, people shouldn't do that. But yeah. um, there's only one guy that got all his charges dropped because he said like police said I can go in there. Yeah. And it was on camera, so when oh, they, they brought wow. it up on trial, and the judge said, "Okay, well, you're, yeah, case, case, you know, oh, case yeah. dismissed." 
So you want to He inside. was the only guy that like, has that on camera. You, you know that white boy that was wearing like that buffalo fur I, shit? I was standing next to him. Ah. <laughs> Dude, I feel like that motherfucker was a, was a left-wing fool mm. and it was all set up. Because they, se- they've seen him at Black Lives Matter uh, rallies. Really? Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say yep, that about yep. him. Damn. He was... Uh, he, he was... Uh, what are those suits called? Yeah, he was planted in there. Um, the he was a crisis actor. Ca- Capital Shaman. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, the Capital Shaman. That fool. So he, he was weird because I, I was like right next to him a couple of times. And I'm like, it was fucking cold that day. And he was just walking around without a shirt. Yeah. Um, this makeup and everything. Um, but yeah, like I went inside and I left because there was police telling people, like basically pushing people out. So I left and then I went in through this other way. But when I went in the second time, that's where it was kind of weird because like there was police already inside mm. and they weren't doing anything. They were just standing around, Fuck. standing around, people talking to them. They're like security guards. They were just yeah. Presence. They were just telling people, presence. "Oh, just don't stand on that, please. Yeah, don't go mm. over there." It's like a little observe tour. and report. <laughs> and a police escorted fucking tour. There you go. Right? Yeah, the, 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 there was. I didn't go into this one area, but there's like footage of like this area where they have the velvet robes and people are like staying inside the robes. Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, it's weird. Um, it was a. Uh, I ended up in this area that's right outside of the Senate chambers. Um. It's called the crypt. It's like a circular room. There's like some statues in there. And uh, I ended up in there. I think that the longest, I w- it was like on just under 30 minutes. That's the amount of time I spent inside. And um, everyone was in there and they were chanting and like just hanging out, talking to police. And then at some point, more police came in and said like, okay, you guys got to leave now. And everyone was like, okay. Tour's over. And yeah. And they, everyone just left. Oh, they make it seem like people were just taking over, like it was a prison riot and shit. Is what they made it seem but like. Some wow. people, some people did get wild, but it wasn't. It was like, like, it, like there's some people that say it was nothing but peaceful. Like, it was. It kind of was, and then like in certain areas, it wasn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not peaceful you when you walk up to a police yeah. officer and you hit him with the flagpole, <laughs> yeah. um, or like spray mace, spray yeah. mace at him or something like that. Um, but it, it's crazy, man, because there's like. That that girl that got shot, she lives in the town next to me. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, um, Ashley Babbitt. She got shot in the neck. Um, this other protester, this lady, uh, her name was Roseanne Boylan. I think she got crushed to death. Wow. Like, like there's videos of her body, like after that, and she, she's all blue. Like she trampled. Was, she, yeah, she oh, got trampled. Fuck. Um, wow. It was wild. The I got. Okay. For, first of all, like there's two things. Like I kind of got in trouble also because. It was so wild to see what was... I've never been in that building in my life until that day. And it was so wild and just... I've never seen police officers look hopeless before. Like, their face <laughs> was just like... What do I do? Yeah, like, what do I do? Like, like they're so wide-eyed and they're like... You can just see that they're not prepared for mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember someone brought in a bottle of whiskey while we were in. And I took a swig of it. And there was some guy in there smoking a joint, and like he let me take a hit of the joint. Yeah. Ah. So that and that's on on camera. So like that, that fucked me over, and that yeah. was my fault. I owned yeah. up to it. You know, yes, I, I yeah. told I told my defender and in, in the trial, I was like, yeah, I did do that. I shouldn't have done it. It was unprofessional, like entirely. And I don't know what else you guys want me to say, yeah. but I shouldn't have done that. Um. There was that, and um. But I. Did not partake in like violence. I yeah. didn't break windows or kick doors open or st- steal anything or like verbally assault a police officer. I didn't do anything of that. Um, which is you know, which is strange because I don't know if you guys saw the picture of the guy who was stealing Nancy Pelosi's podium. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have much more time than that guy has. He only uh, got sentenced to like six or nine months. The time to me that makes no sense. Four? What is it? You said four years? 
They gave me a four-year sentence. I mean, what what was what was the logic behind that? I mean, what did they the, say? What are the charges? The if you don't mind? If you can, you can talk the, about it. I'm not no, sure. No, I can yeah. talk about it. No. Right. The, like, uh, the misdemeanors, everyone has like the same misdemeanors. Okay. So just like, and I, I don't know what all of them are. But the two I do remember is um, illig- illegal picketing and parading, uh-huh. federal trespassing, and the felony was intent to obstruct an official government proceeding. So, like, they thought I went there to interfere with the election process. Oh, shit. That's not And I didn't <laughs> – I was telling them when I was in trial, I was telling him, like, look, I, I can uh, concede to, like, the misdemeanor charges because I get it. I mean, even though I didn't know, I shouldn't be like, like – yeah, I can see why I shouldn't have done that. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I intended to, like, stop the government from doing its job. Mm. And, and I was telling him, like, I didn't even know that there were people on shift that day, like, working in the building. I didn't yes. know there was people in there. Yes. I told him, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say that because I didn't do that. Like, why would I do that and bring a camera with me? Like, why would I do that and, like, document like, it and, document document it and it, like, yeah. leave? Like, I told him, like, yeah, like, it was stupid what I did, those other things. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and say, that, yeah, I'm guilty of this felony. I didn't do that. Um, but D.C. is incredibly biased. If, if you get in serious trouble there, it's like like you're done for. Like uh, whatever yeah. it is, it's like a federal. Like it's like 99, 98% like wow, conviction. Like conviction. You know, the thing about that is that that just there's, there's guys. I, I couldn't afford a private attorney, man. Yeah. Like it's a lot of money. Um, but I got a federal public defender. He's a great guy. Like I, I really like him. Um, but there's guys that were fundraising and all that and they raised like hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars for their private attorney and they still got guilty convictions on all counts wow yeah yeah so you can't you, you can't you can't win against those guys but what i was thinking is like that they didn't take into consideration that that this is what you do like look yeah look, look i mean because i'm sure they, they saw everything that, that you've done all your work all your yeah, body they, of work they did that some of that stuff but this is the other thing man like um how i also got in trouble was because a friend I used to have reported me to the FBI. Wow. Oh my God! Really, dude? <laughs> wow! What kind of a fucking friend is this? <laughs> I gu- gu- guaranteed, hundred percent liberal. Uh, pretty, pretty liberal. She, yeah. she, she has pronouns. Oh my she, God! She, he, they, whatever dude. they are now. Um, wow. Yeah, they put pronouns in their bios from what I've seen. Damn. Um, yeah, she reported me to the FBI. Um, and it's whatever. I got a little pissed off at first, but then I was just like, whatever, man. It's not like it's not like I can get out of this either way. So I just kind of. Like left that but, but had she not done I, that, I still would have gotten in trouble. Oh, because they but still would have found you because of the face the facial recognition and all that shit. Yeah, the footage and um, I was putting my my stuff up on uh, Instagram mm. at the time, oh, okay. so like they would have seen that I was there anyway. Yeah. Um, but that that just kind of was shitty, you know. That when my attorney told me like, hey, yeah, uh, we found out that one of the people that reported you was um this person, and I was like, oh shit, that's what I'm. It used to be my friend. Wow, wow, that's terrible. Someone I've known for like ten years. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's been like two years. Um, I had to turn myself into the FBI that year. Um, I think it was August 17th or 19th. Um, I was working with Jorge on the cartel documentary. Yes. And when I was staying with him, I remember my mom called me like at 6.30 in the morning or 7 in the morning. And I thought it was, my mom doesn't ever call me that early. So <laughs> I figured something something was up. So she called me and, she's, and then she's like, hey, there's people here looking for you. I'm like... Like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't, they say that they're the FBI. Wow. So as soon as she said that, dude, I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, wow. You kind of knew what it was. Yeah, I already knew what it yeah. was about. You would you would think they would know your location based on your phone. You know what I mean? I, I, Unless you have your, your location turned off at all times, but, you know, they they, they can find us and shit, you know? I don't find us right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably listening right now. Yeah. They probably yeah. are. Um, 
No, I thought so. I thought they were like find me where I was too. Like if anything, but I guess not. I guess they just go to your address. Um, but that's um, that that's one instance where I actually do feel bad about going there that day because my parents had to go through that. Yeah. I didn't. I was mm-hmm. I was in the, I was in Palmdale. Um, so I can hear when my mom was talking to me. You can hear all the commotion in the background, like people uh, walking, like all these all these uh, voices. And then she puts me on the phone with like um, the agent that opened the case on me, and she's just like, "Eric, you need to turn yourself in immediately. Wow. Like, whatever sheriff department is closest to you, if you're close to the FBI headquarters, just go there because you need to turn yourself in today." And um, I went to the FBI in Santa Monica. And, uh, my friend Jorge dropped me off, and uh, I went in. And then from there, that same day, they, they transferred me to Santa Ana County Jail. And I only spent one night in there. They released me on my own recognizance the next day. And uh, ever since then, it's just been... It's just been fucked, dude. Fuck, <laughs> like, just fuck. meetings with my attorney. So, like, yeah. from San Diego, I got to go up to Santa Ana. Sometimes it was, like, last minute. Like, I would they would, like... If I had plans, like, they would tell me the day before, like, hey, we need you to come up tomorrow morning. Wow. By this time. Um, so you've pretty much been in jail for a while. I mean, basically, kind of like house arrest, I guess. Yeah. Every I got a report to a parole officer. If I travel, I gotta let them know where I'm going, when I'm going, where I'll be staying, how long I'll be there, why am I going. Um, it's just like when I fly, I'm considered a flight risk. Yeah. So when I buy a a plane ticket on my app, you can buy it, but when it comes time to check in, you can't. Wow. So yeah, I have to show up to the airport like two or three hours early. Explain. Go to the kiosk. Tell them like my information. Yeah. They have to call. Um, I think it's the Depart- Department of Homeland Security. They have to say, "Okay, he's good." And then they print out my ticket. I go to TSA. I get pulled aside every single time. It's like it's because my ticket has four S's on it, oh, and shit. if it has four S's, that means like you're you're a flight risk. Yeah. So I go to TSA, and then they tell me, "Do you want to do this here, or do you want to do it privately?" It's like, "No, you guys are gonna do it here. I don't want to like, yeah, be in the same room, and I don't know what the fuck." Yeah, you guys yeah are exactly. Do. Yeah. And um. That's why, like, when I travel, I only bring, like, one backpack with me. Because, like, they take out everything. 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 They, they look, even if it's, like, a little zip-up pocket that can only fit, like, a like a memory stick or something yeah. like that, they'll look into it. They swab everything on the inside and they put it in this machine to make sure there's, like, no, like, gunpowder or anything like that. Gosh. Um, and then after that, right before I board the plane, they have to search me all over again. Wow. And I thought boarding a plane was uh, annoying as fuck. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine. I used that. to not mind it. And now, like <laughs> yeah. ever since this, I was just like, man, this is. Like, I don't ever want to like. What? Where does it say it on the tickets? On like on the bottom. On okay, the bottom I'm corner. gonna look into that because I'm gonna I'm gonna do some traveling pretty soon in a couple of months, and I know I'm I'm on their list. I I, I looked into it. I'm on there. Oh really? Yeah. For uh, I'm, I can be a. Uh, they say that I I could be uh, um, associated with a uh, terrorist group or what? Fan, or fanatical group. Yeah, yeah. I, I found that out like uh, about a year and a half ago. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on, I'm on I'm on their list and shit. I'm on the watch list and shit. Yeah, it's wow. insane, man. Yeah, like, there's um there's some guys from that day that can't they can't even fly. Um, people have had because of that day. Some people have had their banks just like cl- the. Isn't that what happened to you, right? That happened that, to me. They, they, they bank, did that to me. Like Bank of America and Chase yep. will just like close their accounts. That happened to me. They, um, they froze my my ATM and my debit cards. I couldn't use them. And what when I called back them, in Ramos, uh, they, they froze your shit. Yeah, and then nobody believed me and shit, right? And I, and I said that. And then even like when I called them, they're like, no, it looks fine here. I said, well, you know what? Just let me order some new cards. They froze my wife's and my card. Damn. We couldn't use them, dude. It's fucked up. Yeah. I got I got kicked off of using... I never used it ever since that day, but I, I got banned from using Lyft. Oh, shit. They sent me uh, an email last year. 
after all, after all this time. Yeah. And then it was like this long email that says like, we care about the safety of our community and our drivers. And we've noticed that there's been like some dangerous, like all these, like this weird language. And I was like, okay, I know what you guys are talking about. You know, in, I can't use Lyft anymore. The crazy, wow. the crazy thing about that is that this is happening now. And then I think in the near future, it's like this is just the beginning of what we're seeing. What what, yeah, what, this what is they just can the do. Start. This is going to happen. I know I'm going to be greatly affected by that. That's why I kind of calmed down a little bit with my whole fucking conspiracy shit and, and just informing people about it because I know yes. the power that they have. And it's sometimes I feel like it's not worth it because like you try to deliver the message to people yeah. and people are, are trying care. to fight you. Like, dude, I'm trying to fucking help you, dog. You know what I mean? Like, someone just put it like we're like Prometheus, like we're bringing you the fucking the knowledge and shit, but they don't want it. You know what I mean? You're risking yourself. You're that's, risking that's, my family. That's kind of what. I was doing with my, my photojournalism. It wasn't to like tell people what to think or what to believe. It it's was just informed. like, hey, I was here. Here's a picture or a video of what happened. Like the little caption I write. Like yes. you, guys, you guys, that's why I, I never comment on, on. You don't. I don't. I never yeah. value. Unless it's the happy birthday one. Mm -hmm. That's the one I'll say like, oh, thank you. But <laughs> yeah. any other post I put, I don't reply to anything that people say. Ever, That's even beautiful. if it's like an agreement or disagreement, yeah. I'm just like it's just like I already saw what I saw. Like, this yeah. is like you guys make what you want to do. So you put it just so it's up for debate, so people can like fucking look at it mm -hmm. and just yeah. they, and amongst themselves come up with whatever they they see. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. I I, I, I find that's the best thing to do because then yeah. when, when you put your your, your two cents in there, then it's like. Oh well, then that means you must support this, and then you're like, "Well, this." And it's just like, <laughs> yep. it's not what it means, dude. Like, I'm just Absolutely. if you're asking me, I'll tell you. But this is my personal opinion versus like what I saw and how I saw it, and you know, like how I describe it. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I just a while back I just decided to stop replying to comments and stuff yeah. like that. I remember, I remember seeing when when you were uh, covering the uh, the crisis at the border, like when they had like Ukrainians and shit like that, and I had never <laughs> seen that. You know, they're coming over here with like fucking Prada shoes and fucking yeah, expensive Gucci, Louboutin. <laughs> that was that was weird, man. Um, and the thing is, like, I kind of get it that. If you're fleeing your country, if you have money, you're going to be the first to like, Absolutely. you know, yeah, you're always yeah. going to be the first to like be able to leave. But it, it is weird in contrast to like what's like, because before that happened, I, I took my friend Jorge to uh, Tijuana. There's this little area called, called um, Chaparral. And it's literally like if the, where the garage door is, if that's the border um, and we're in San Isidro, on the other side of that fence is where the migrant camp is. Wow. And there's so many people there that they had to close off that um, pedestrian point of entry. Wow. So we went there, and there was a lot of people, man. That was, like, probably one of, like, the saddest things I've ever seen because there was, like, tents everywhere, and, like, it was kind of windy that day. So, like, sometimes the openings of the tent would open, and you would see, like, six kids in one wow. tent. Like, five sucks, kids. Um, every, like, you just, like, it was sad because you see little kids with, like, no shoes and they're playing, like, dirty-ass water, and like, um, everyone's just, like, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I, it really hurt me to see that. Yeah. Um, I remember we interviewed this mom. She had like two kids and she was crying because she was from Michoacan. And she said, like, I'm here because um, cartel took over where I live in Michoacan. And they abducted my husband. Fuck. So, like, that's why oh, I fled. And, like, and I'm here and I'm just, like, waiting. And then um, I remember we had some people approach us and they were asking me and Jorge, like, they asked us, like, if we knew the answer, which was, like, another thing. Like, it made me feel bad because they were telling us. Like, they, they asked us, like, so when are they going to let us in? Wow. Damn. And I was like, man, like, like, how do I tell you that they're not going to let you in, dude? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're just letting they're, Ukrainians they're in. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what's so fucked up is that there's this guy, this, he was, um, I think he was from Germany, um, but he's an American citizen. Huh. And he's part of this, like, um, it's in Tijuana, it's called Casa de Luz, and it's like this migrant um, refugee center, but it's for LGBT only. Okay. 
No, I guess he's gay. So he works a lot with them. And um, we interviewed him. And then uh, when me and Jorge turned off our cameras, he said, like, okay, I want to say this, but I didn't want to say it on camera. So he waited for us to, like, yeah. turn off the camera and put it. Yeah. Our phone's in our pocket. And he looked around. Because he said he comes there every day and drops off food and clothes. And he said, I didn't want to say this on camera, but none of the people here are going to go. They're going to cross. No, no, no one here is. Damn. Wait, no, the Ukrainians? No, the of the... Um, Central Americans oh, and the Mexicans. He's like, none, none of them are going to go in. And I'm, with. I'm like, why not? He's like, you, you can only get in. Um, yeah, like, pro- they prioritize you if you present yourself at the border as LGBT. Damn. Wow, really? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, I don't I mean know. what's and the motive behind that? That's the part that pissed me <laughs> off because I was just like, because before that, we, I talked to that mom with her two kids, you know? Yes. And, like, her husband was abducted and she doesn't know what's going on or, like, how they're going to survive. Damn. And this guy's telling me, Basically, like, if I were to show up at the border and say, I'm... I love men, I'm homosexual. I love men, I'm trans, yeah. I feel like a woman. They'd be like, yeah. oh, come on in. Damn. That makes no sense. It makes no sense, dude. Like, and that's, like, another thing for me. It was just... um, I didn't know what to make of it. I felt like he was just, like, like fucking with me. Because it sounded so... It was, like, so outlandish. Yeah, like, so bizarre. It's like, what do you mean, like... Yeah. Like, like... I was like, there's got to be more than to it than that. What do you mean you just got to present yourself like that? So it could be anyone... Yeah. You just present yourself. I'm gay, I'm lesbian, whatever. And they'll just, um, you get priority. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what the logic behind that is. And, and I I have a theory and, and, and as to why I think that's being, you know, accepted or promoted or whatever, encouraged. A lot of it has to do with just population control. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, LGBTQ, yeah. I mean, they're not going to have kids, yeah. right? Feminism, you know, they, they promote working over having a family, right? Fat, uh, fat phobias or, 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 or not being fat phobic, right? Again, you know, these are all people who are yeah. not going to reproduce. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I've, I started thinking about it the other day. I was like, wait, like, all these people have that in common. They're not going to have kids. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know <laughs> so, what? Because I, that's what they promote it. Yeah, you know, because I didn't know, but when you're a female and you're, you're at a certain weight, you can't have kids yeah. and you have to mm-hmm. lose weight in order to have kids. I don't know if there's pressure on the matriz or something, but it's something to do with that. And that's why you see a lot of women that are like kind of heavy set. They don't have kids. Yeah. Some end up having them. It's miraculous. But yeah, for the most part, you're right. You know, the people that are not going to reproduce are the ones that are being, you know, taken care of and shit, you know? I think that's easier to do than like, like, yeah, like, I know there's like weird shit in the water and all that stuff. And, <laughs> but like, I think the easiest way to go is about like how like, how people believe things, you know what I mean? They're saying like, "Oh, like, yeah, we can't just put stuff in the food and water. That won't really work. Like, we'll we'll just have these people that believe these things at the basically forefront. do that for us because they're yeah. gonna be like, oh, what's the point of having a family? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, for like women, I don't want to have kids. I want to make six figures a year. I want to do this and I want to do that. It's like that's easier because mm-hmm. she's already like exactly she's gonna get something out of it, yeah. whether it's short term or long term. But like, yeah, at the end, like I know there's also like. Um, some posts that go around where like multiple women, um, I guess once they reach the like mid thirties or mid forties and like they're really successful and all that stuff, but like they, it kind of dawns on them where like shit, I have everything I wanted, but I still not. I happy. see my friends mm-hmm. that have families and they, they're happier than I am. Yeah, yeah, that's I re- true. I read a statistic. I think that I think today about fifty percent of women over thirty don't have any kids. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's, that's big, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it I is. mean, it's it's going downhill, you know, when it yeah. comes to that. And I think that's really the plan. You know? And I think I think that happens too because uh, everyone, uh, women nowadays are encouraged to be 
like males like be promiscuous and shit like that and i and then they keep pushing this um abortion so like the reason why they're not having kids is yeah they're having sex and they're, they're doing all that shit and going crazy but they're probably having abortions you know what i mean and they, they want to stay single they don't like it goes back again to the reproduction they want to yes. stop the reproduction so that's why they're, they're pushing the abortion so much because mm -hmm. they, they want to control it on all fucking all ways you know what i mean and then yeah shit they put in the water and shit like that so it's crazy, man. Yeah. Would they put the atrazine and shit in there? The atrazine, yeah, that's crazy. A lot of people still don't believe that, man, but it's it was discovered by a Berkeley scientist. And yeah. Wow. It's it's wild. That's yeah. what was turning the frogs gay, and it was turning a frog oh, I, into into a female and shit. That. Yeah. yeah. And, and that stuff is profitable, too. I mean, uh, especially the transitioning with kids. Yeah. Right? It's, it's all money. It's, yeah, it's money all, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you're going to give these kids hormones or transition them or whatever... It's money. Without it's the money, parents' right? consent, they're going to have yeah. their own right. That fucking five years old, I want to be a, a girl, all right? Well, what if he wants to be a fucking dinosaur? What are you going to do? Just follow <laughs> the money, man. I mean, I, I just say follow the money and you'll find the answer. Yeah. No, that's, that's, um, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> um, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, like, I, I know I said it earlier that I was kind of happy, like, like, I don't know how many years ago, it's like 10 years ago. I was like, I was kind of happy just being semi retarded, you know, not, not, knowing, not knowing and caring about, like, Things that didn't really, you know, affect me directly, mm -hmm. but like I think now, like so much of it does. Like not not just because it. Some sometimes it doesn't, but you know, like I have nieces and I have family and like I have friends and like, for me, it's just like man, like I don't want to see something happen to them. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, that that's where it really kind of lies with me. I'd probably be like appear more like crazy if I had like my own kids, you know, because I'm trying to defend my own. But yeah, um, I, I care about the people in my life. So when I see stuff like that happen, whether it's like, um. LGBT, CRT, gender the theories and like stuff being taught to kids, or if it's like stuff that's being done with the government um, on how you should uh, respect people's pronouns and stuff like that. For me, that's just like, look, I can only see how that's gonna go downhill, and I care about the people in my life, and I don't want like this, I don't want the ship to sink, essentially. Yeah, and the whole pronoun thing, I was having a conversation with, with, uh, some people about that. And I've talked about this before, you know. I think the thing that people don't understand with that is that <clears throat> these individuals who, you know, identify with specific pronouns, it's more of a personal issue because, okay, you want to identify as a man, woman, cool, whatever, I don't care. But you should not need my validation. Exactly. Why do you need me to validate you? If you're that secure in your sexuality or your gender... Mm -hmm. Why do you need me to tell you, hey, you are a man, you yeah. are a woman? That's like, the problem. That's, that, that, they have issues. Yeah. Yeah. And the word respect is in the respect my pronouns. It's like, no, dude, you don't, you, you don't deserve people's respect. No. You know, you, like, you have to earn you. You can't yeah. just say, like, respect my pronouns. You know, like, if you want people to respect that, maybe you should be a decent fucking human being yeah. at first. And then maybe yeah. they'll start calling <laughs> you whatever you want. <laughs> you know, just don't be a dick. But, I mean, it, it just seems more times than none, it's like people that do that pronoun share are like, they're pushing they're it really on fucking you. Really fucking rude people, also. Yeah, they're yeah. really rude people. Yeah, they're really mean. Um, not open. Not very, very yeah, very closed-minded. Just kind of weird how that works, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever see that video? There's a there's a buy sign. He's he's I think he's a manager. He's like at a McDonald's. The drive through one. Right? Yeah, yeah. there's a dude. He's a, clearly a fucking dude, right? He's like he's like, what do I look like? He's like, I'm sorry. I, I, you're mad, right? Uh, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah. mad. What do I look like? And then the camera. He's like, you're just like a camera. man, dude. <laughs> and she switches it. Yeah, and I, like and I will say dude. this: a lot of these people are white people too, white liberals. Yeah, yeah. You know who are like are like these caricatures mm -hmm. of yeah. all these, you know, whatever whatever it is that they're pushing. It's yeah. That's what I noticed. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. I've noticed that too, man. And it's kind of weird how 
like I'm not anti any race or anything yeah. like that, but I think it's weird because I've been to like a lot of these um, conservative um, events, like the conventions, like CPAC and uh, America Fest, and it's it's all like they say they're like really hardcore Republican, and all, but when you go to these events, it's no. it's, you know, it's not really the case. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's you know it, it, they could probably they might say like oh yeah I voted for Trump, which is one thing, but then like they're still living like like girls are still being sluts at yeah. these events. You know, like I've yeah. been to some of these events, and then like. You hear through other people like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to this party at this hotel room, and there's gonna be like all these girls, yeah. drug, and there's gonna be yeah. cocaine, yeah. Just, you know, whatever you want, dude. It's that just ain't like, conservative. Yeah, it's like it's not <laughs> not a thing like that. So just so people know that if that event goes to your city, it's, it's if anything, it's more of like a college party. Um, that uh, what fuck? What was I saying? I just lost because <laughs> uh, you were, no, you were saying that that uh, they're not really because oh, of the white yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, even people on the conservative right white conservatives even they don't like white people they don't yeah which yeah. is really weird for me to yeah. see because like i got used to hearing it from the left being anti-white and all this and then people on the right are go like it's always these white liberals yeah. yep. and then yeah. you go to the left it's always like it's always these white conservatives and it's like, <laughs> man, you guys hate each other you guys hate your own so much yeah and for me that was a huge red flag um because it's just like if you guys hate yourselves that much i get worried because if if you're willing to do that to your own, mm-hmm. you're probably going to do worse to everyone oh, yeah. else that's not like I mean, you. That's you're going to done historically, you know? and not like the right, the conservative right. They're like really pro. Um, it's like, oh look, like now we have trans people that voted for Trump, and it's just like that's not that that's not like what you guys were like that's running on a while ago. You know, yeah. these now you're just trying to come to compete with the left. Yeah, saying we have gay people too. Yeah, and a lot of people. On the right, that are, are still against that, they're called bigots by the conservatives. Yeah, <laughs> like you should be more open minded. You should accept gay marriage. And they're like, yeah. no, that's why we we cited on this side because mm-hmm. we're against that stuff. And now yeah. you guys are trying to you're supposed to be in our party, and now you're trying to push it down our throats. You know, but for the most part, I think uh, in the United States, like it's white people that that decide. Yeah, what is like okay? For example, like the whole Latinx, it was invented invented by white yeah. liberals and shit. You know, this whole BLM shit, they're the ones that are pushing it to white liberals. You know what I mean? And on the opposite side, it's white people too at the forefront of this whole MAGA yeah. shit. Like if you think yeah. of MAGA, you think of white people mm-hmm. automatically, right? Mm-hmm. You think of liberals that are fucking all crazy, super lefty. You think of white people like a, a chick with purple hair. They just sway us one way or the other, you know? Yeah. yeah. So they're the ones that control the narratives and shit that don't even affect them. For example, like with race, they want to bring up this whole thing about racism and fucking BLM and all this shit and the Latinx thing what we should be called but they don't really make decisions on their on their you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's only the right side that really makes yeah. those kind of yeah. conservative decisions you know it's interesting because on the right um, the people that tend to be more conservative are people that are non-white so all the yeah Latinos yeah. Asians um, even the Middle Easterners that are they're like if, if you remove the religious part of it when it comes to like family values and like being for your country and all that, that's that's what it's like. Oh man, like you guys are actually like pro America. Yeah, I mean, like you want America to succeed. And um, there was last year there was like this. I think it was in um, Illinois or Michigan. There was a huge um, parent-teacher conference or something out there because the parents were uh, against the school teaching about yes. trans ideology and all yes. that. And all the parents that showed up to this meeting were Muslims. 
Mm. All of them. Wow. Yeah. So they were like, no, we don't want you to teach this shit to our kids. This is against <laughs> our religion. That is interesting. And you had old, these older white liberal women saying like, I just don't want you guys to be like the Nazis and yada, yada. And they're like, God, we don't fucking care, dude. <laughs> we don't want you to teach this shit to our yeah. kids. Yeah. And it's it's weird how like, it's just like, um, like I, I don't want to sound racist, but it's just like, if it's not white people on the left, it's white people on the right that are yeah. just... It's true. You know, mudding up this thing yeah, and like, yeah. you know, um, I think it also kind of led to like people self-segregating more. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not racist or anything. I have friends from all backgrounds, but I just, how I grew up, it was just around us, like our kind. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And I would go hang out with my friends at school, do stuff, hang out with them outside. But then when I come back home to my community, it's like everything is a certain way. You cross yeah. the street, you know how the people are across the street. Yes. You go to the corner store, you know who, it's like all like that. Um I, I just think it played into this thing where like everyone just kind of like doesn't like to be around people that they don't they don't like them anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean it makes sense, you know. And that's a good point you brought up about Muslims because they're an interesting group, right? Obviously, there is Islamophobia or what they call it Islamophobia, but in that case, right, you have these people saying, "Hey, we don't want you to teach this to our kids, right? Or Muslims, right? Like it's it's a it's a conundrum because you're like, wait, like they can't be saying that because you know that's transphobic, but yet they're you're you're, you're Muslim, so are you Islamophobic if you're going against them? You know, mm -hmm. if, if you play the yeah, game of, of uh, yeah. identity politics, right? Yeah. So that's interesting, right? To me that that you would have that. And, and they, they have a lot of things that, that, that they do that, that that you can't even question either. Because, again, if you say you're, you're being Islamophobic, but it's a lot of things they do in, in uh, Islam that is, you know, goes against a lot of the stuff you were talking about, right? I mean, yeah. that's anti-trans, you know, anti-gay, right? But they, it's always the Christians who get attacked. Yeah, it's true, right? And yeah. Like, it's a, and what was another, it was a weird thing is that I saw it recently, like a couple of days ago, there's this video of, um, I think it was in Scotland or in, somewhere in the UK, um, this this uh, reporter's interviewing this um, this Irish woman or Scottish woman, and she's um, talking to her because I guess she brought in this Ukrainian refugee woman yes. to stay at her with her or like some house that she had or something like that and that the ukrainian woman complained to her saying like uh it, it's like it's not there isn't too many white people around here and that's kind of weird for me because where she lived it was mostly she said it was mostly muslims and um indians yeah and she was like there's not a lot of white people here like why like that's kind of weird and her kid goes to a school there and she said like i don't feel safe with having my child attend a school that isn't doesn't have a lot of white people. In wow. wow, man! And like this lady took her in as a refugee, and she was just saying like, "Oh well, <laughs> you know, I just don't want to like." She was she got caught like you said. Like yeah, she got caught in exactly. this weird yeah. state. Where like I thought it was helping you because <laughs> I have <laughs> I have these beliefs, and now you come in here and you're just destroying my narrative. Yeah. And then she was just like, "But I don't want to go against you being a Ukrainian refugee." So at the end, like they decided to like I she moved somewhere else. Stop playing that. identity politics, basically. Yeah. I was gonna ask both of you guys a question. I've I don't know if you heard of the uh, the two groups. Speaking of you know radical groups, the foundational Black Americans and uh, American descendants of slaves. I don't think so. Nah, I mean, so essentially, basically, these are like almost like right wing Black American groups. If you want to call like them that, national, nationalist Black no, nationalists. Like, they are basically even they're against Africans. Wow. They're like oh, oh, well, I've heard some of that like from other people, like um, people that are like Black Americans that are because they brought here from slavery. Yeah, but yeah. I guess like there comes to a point where you've been in, your family, your lineage has been in America for so yeah. long that you can you become detached from like being, yes, exactly. African, so like I've heard many people, like many black guys, mainly like on video, say like, 
I'm black. I'm not African. Yeah. Yeah. But like they, they go by FBA and ADOS. That's like their, their wow. terms, right? And they're getting a lot of. Pop- I don't know if you heard of Tariq Nasheed. Yeah. He's, he's gone out of with, uh, with American Cholo. He's yeah. one of the, one of these people, right? And they're 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 picking up steam, you know. And it's it's kind of funny again. It's one of those things, right? Where like they're black, right? So like they kind of get away with the narrative, you know. Well, we're black, you know. You can't you can't question us. But yeah. a lot of the shit they're saying is like very right wing. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're anti-immigrant, anti-African, anti-Latino. You know, like they're basically if you're yeah. not a descendant of slavery, then basically we don't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I have heard that before from yeah. other black people. Um, when they, people do interviews. Um, about certain like immigration I'm like um a lot of black americans um are like you said have very right wing views yes. on stuff like when in terms of like immigration and um the economy so like i've I've seen interviews with like men that say like well we have a lot of illegals here and blacks tend to be poor so when illegals come in here then yeah. that's jobs that we don't get yeah so yeah, like, I mean, yeah. but if you flipped it over or, like you flipped it and it was like a white guy saying that then it's a problem oh that's yeah. what i'm saying you know? yeah <laughs> So it's who says it, right? It's not even yeah. about what, what they're saying, and it was just kind of stupid. I mean, I guess because they have, the, you know, they had that slavery thing like hundreds of years ago. Like that, they, they still can hold that shit over people's heads yep. and say whatever the fuck they want to say. You know what I mean? And that's really racist, man, because they say a lot of shit against yep. against us. Like you know, like oh, these Mexicans, or like in in um, in states like back east, they whenever they see a Mexican dude, they call him a fucking walking ATM because they know that they don't have wow. a bank account and they have money like on Fridays, you know, that's paid. Holy shit. Yeah, I seen a video wow. on like that, you know, like I think it was must have been uh, first twenty first 48 or something like that. He's like, yeah, man, the Mexicans is like walking ATMs, man, you know what I'm saying? And when they got payday because they, they don't have a bank account, they just cash their, their check and they're walking home with, with their money and shit, you know? And a lot of them save their money because they send it to Mexico. And yeah. Shit. yeah, that's the reason why they come over here to help their family and shit and these fools rob them and shit. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Like, like I have my views on on illegal immigration, which is like it kind of weirds people out because I'm not for it. Yeah, not, you know, and it's not because I don't want people to come up here. You know, one of my parents was illegal. Yeah, um, but they became a citizenship. They got. I'm glad they did. You know, because for me, it's just like easier. I don't know how I would be if like like my dad wasn't in the picture. Yeah, you know, because he he wasn't legally allowed to be here. Um, so whenever people come up here, like that's one thing. Like I kind of like hope they would do is like do something to change this even if you're here legally like do something about this so that one day you're just not swept up from work and then yeah, you can't yeah. see your family or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. That. so once yeah. you get here at least try to you know uh become a part of society illegally official officially yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense instead of having living in fear this whole time you know because yeah. i know in the 80s when i grew up there was a big time immigration scare where uh mo- mo- actually most mexican parents that, that come from mexico they all landed in the garment industry my wife mm-hmm. my, my mom was was a seamstress you know and so was my so was my mm-hmm. my uh, yep. mother-in-law and other like neighbors there that's what they came into and they were they would do and like a lot of times um the immigration vans would show up and, and just fucking take do raids yep. at the fucking sweatshops yep. and yep. shit you know and take people so so what's crazy about that is like because I have, I have other homies in san diego too and i talked to them like dude like i don't it's crazy to me how how mexicans can thrive in san diego and that's like a fucking border town. Like the immigration party fucking patrols yeah, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah, dude, you would you would think, no, it's not like that. You know, like like me, I would have fled as far away from the fucking border <laughs> as possible. Yeah. But yet these people stayed there. Like, fuck it, you know. And that's what I tri- I tripped out on that. You know, like man, I would be so scared, man, if like, you know, you're right there. If you you step outside and they can just pick you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's just luck or you're blessed that you don't get picked up because even when, when you're when you're coming and on the freeway and there's like that that mid checkpoint, they would pull cars over too and, and look at people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I want to ask you a question because I mean, I've heard heard it from you, but for Ramos' listeners who are going to be listening to this episode, 
you said you were not you're against illegal immigration, right? And why yeah, is that? Why is it mainly case? because like like it sucks, man? But it's something that people don't want to acknowledge and turn a blind eye to. But people die, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Many of the people coming up, they don't even make it to the border. Mm-hmm. You know, like and like when I was in South Texas, I remember. Um, the first night I went out there with like Jorge and Anthony and some of the other guys I know, I was there. We were there for like less than an hour, I think like forty-five minutes. We were just getting our, my getting my camera ready. Everyone's getting like their stuff ready, and on this road, um, that runs parallel to the border there in this in this uh, town called um, La Jolla. There's like two hundred people walking down the street, the road, and they all just crossed. Wow. And and now I saw that and I was like, man, like what the fuck? And then um, you just see like moms carrying their kids, um, little kids that can barely walk, you know, because like sometimes there's multiple kids, so like mm-hmm. they're, they they're made, to, they're made to walk, yeah. and people exhausted, and um, it, it's just like I saw that and I was just like, how many people didn't make it then? Like, and, like what what's going on here? And then there was like, there's also like this sketchy people in those crowds too like people will take advantage of any situation is the other thing and that's oh, yeah. another thing that people don't want to acknowledge but it's just like in a group of 200 people maybe there's five in there that like shot somebody the night before you don't know that and you mm-hmm. might not want to think about them. that but that happens um there was one night where there's like a group of like 70 people that i crossed and um we were standing there watching the the border patrol like talk to each one of them and he was talking to this one guy with a, a little boy who was like seven or something and um he asked the, the guy is this your son and like we were already like turning around to leave when he was asking these questions and uh, the guy answered oh that's no, my son yeah and he's, and he's like is that your son and then the guy goes like well he's my nephew so like, i turned around i was like wait a minute what why do you like why do you change his answer yeah and then um he asked him again. He's like, I'm going to ask you one more time. And he was saying in Spanish, like, Te voy a otra vez. I was like, is this your son? Yes or no? And he didn't answer the third time. So, like, this guy, so like, traffic I don't know if he was, huh? like, yeah. if it was yeah. a, he was a kid's, a friend of, of a, a kid's friend or something like that, or if he, like, abducted the kid or something. But I saw that and I was like, whoa, dude, like, this is, like, this is weird. This yeah. is really weird that this guy just lied, like, two times and now, like, this kid all of a sudden is not his. Yeah. Um, I found kids that were like abandoned. They, they came across on their own, dude, like little five-year-old, eight-year-old kids, um, and they're just there with no one. You know what I mean? And that that hurts me too, dude, because it's just like everyone says, like, open the borders, you know, let anyone in, and it's just like you don't know what the. You don't, it's not even really open, yeah. but just entertaining the idea has yeah. caused what we've seen. Yeah. yeah, and unless you're there and you see like the faces of these people, faces of kids, you know, like there's like dead babies they find in the river. Fuck. Because people try to cross with their kids, and the, the rivers like takes, takes the, the, kid. the kid, yeah. And people don't want to like talk about that. I don't know why they just they're like, no, it's okay, we'll just let him in. And meanwhile, there's like this trail of like fucking death behind like everyone that's coming in, and um, it, it's just sad, man. Like I, I wish people just kind of like were open to at least seeing that stuff and yeah. like, hearing people that like um have been through that and like having them like. To tell their story about like you know what they saw because there's some some crazy stuff too like that we were hearing um that that was on the border and that's the stuff that just gets swept under the rug so for me it's not again it's not about i don't want people coming in it's just like it's a matter of safety you know not not having people die um 
Because I know even though people come up here legally, they're like Latinos, like they generally get get to work. Yes. Yeah. Which is like that, that's that's cool for me because it's like I well if if you came here without like risking your life, you know, like you would you'd be fucking doing great. You know, like you'd be probably have a better position. You'd probably yeah. be making more money. Um, so that's that's what it's about for me, man. That's just the concerning part. It's not because I'm like this anti-immigrant thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a child of immigrants. Like yes, it's um, it's just like. When I saw that, that really like just shattered the like a narrative I, I kind of bought into for so long. Yeah, mm, yeah. Because I, I even hear like you know stories like when when my parents came over like in the late seventies. Last year at an event in San Diego, I was with my friend Anthony. We interviewed this lady who's um she's a DACA recipient, and she's pro Trump, but she can't vote. Oh, and she told us in this interview, she said like yeah, like I've been waiting, and she said like. Biden promised us that in the first hundred days he was going to give us a pathway to citizenship. She's nothing. Like, There's nothing. Wow. Yeah. That sucks, dude. And like she's stuck in limbo. She can get deported tomorrow. Tonight, yeah. You know. Yeah. And then like yeah. it's just weird how like again that stuff happens and people don't want to. Yeah. They just choose to turn a blind eye. Just like the kids in cages too. Like you know they're not in cages now. What are they? What is it now? What is it now? Encampment or what do they call it? Centers. Detention centers. Yeah. Same shit. You know. Yeah. They're the ones that started anyways when Obama was here. They're the ones that put that shit into play, and then and then when Trump, they, they turned it into cages. But it's the same shit. It's been going yeah. on when fucking Obama was. And when it really started, if you if you listen to Clinton's speech about immigration back in the early nineties, right? It sounds like Trump. Right. Yeah, them videos like yeah. that where like they'll read his speech to people on the street. <laughs> it really does. And then they go like, "Yeah, that sounds like Trump." Something yeah. Trump would say. And like it was actually Bill Clinton in 1997. Yeah, or something. he's the oh, one that built the wall. I mean, and nobody knows that it's a Democrat again. Yeah. You know, we the Democratic Party has a horrible history. Yeah. And if you look into it, going back to to its foundation, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> slavery, the South, all the Jim Crow laws. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, up until the 60s, that's when he flipped somehow. I, mean, I don't know what happened, but what's interesting because yeah. of the civil rights era, so. Minorities were allowed to vote, but then I learned recently that it was Republican efforts that actually were, because of them, they were actually able to like start giving that voter information and stuff in Spanish. Yeah. Because before that, Democrats didn't want to do that. No. Wow. So you would just be voting blindly. Yeah. Yep. But like, if it wasn't for Republicans at the time, they're like, no, well, these people don't speak English. Let's give them the information in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So like that happened because of them. Lyndon Johnson, it was originally um, Hispanic. Hispanic uh, History Week because it was only like two yeah. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it turned into uh, Hispanic National Month because of Ronald Reagan. Yes. He yeah. extended it to a month. Yep. That's why everyone loves him, dude. Mm-hmm. A lot of people fucking love that guy. Yeah. He was Republican, right? Yeah, he was Republican. Yep. Yeah. Amnesty. Oh, see, Reagan nos dio la amnistia. Yep. That's what they say, man. It's crazy, you know, that. And again, this isn't to like, I hope people don't feel like, oh, I got to support this guy. No. It's just like. No facts it's just facts yeah. man. Like maybe maybe you'll find something on this side of the aisle and then some other stuff on the other side of the aisle and that's why you know you gotta try to just like look into stuff a little bit more you know like um like i had my reasons why i voted for trump like i don't like the way he fucking talks most of the time yeah even yeah. though i think he's funny i don't think the leader of the world should be no, like no, no. Yeah. i mean yeah i mean he, he's <laughs> he just like, he, he's he, a good meme you know he's a good laugh i, I like sending his uh speeches to all my Democratic yeah. and liberal friends just to <laughs> piss them off, you yeah. know. But I mean, they know I don't. I'm, I I I personally didn't vote not because I don't like him or nothing like that. Just uh, like you said, I mean, I, I don't think he's suited to be in that position. You know, I mm-hmm. think he's he's funny. You know, I think he he's good at other things, right? But I think I think um, it's a good point. You know, you have to be able to differentiate between 
people and what they're capable of doing, right? I mean, but exactly. if you voted for him, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you're a horrible person, you're racist. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm more logical than that. I can understand why, as opposed to somebody's like, nah, you, you voted for him. I'm done with you. Like, nah, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a mm-hmm. shit. You know, there's like, people that are like that, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, it's still, it's still fuck Donald Trump, despite what's happening right now in, yeah. in with the with the country. They're still anti-Trump. They're just, they're still backing up Biden. Like, damn, bro, you're fucking that. You're crazy. You're stupid. You know, Biden literally says nothing when he talks. You know, he yeah. mumbles and jumbles whatever he does, and people still don't give a shit. Yeah, they'll rather take that over somebody who says again. You know, yeah. some uh, stupid it, rhetoric. It's so, it's like, it's it's even crazy when you compare because. Like I get that Donald Trump said how the thing about Mexico, yeah, and how like Mexico tends to send like their worst, you know, yeah. and all that. But, I mean, like I see what he's saying, and like that's what I mean. Like he could have phrased that. He's a horrible. In another he's way a horrible speaker. Let's just say that where it yeah. wouldn't have been as <laughs> yeah. controversial, you know. And we had Biden on the campaign trail say, "We want people to storm the border to come up." Yeah, to, and then I don't know how long after that Kamala Harris is like, "Don't come, don't come." Yeah. It's like you just told us yeah. to come up here. Now you're like we're here. Now you're telling us to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I seen that. Is, like, like, me, is, that I'm that, gonna come. Yeah. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> that that for me was way more fucked up because, like, I'm not I'm not saying this like in a definitive like um as a definitive uh, statement. But what I'm saying is like. Like, don't you think we should we owe that to them then? It's like yes. one minute you're telling me to come over, yeah. and now that I'm about to like put my foot through the door, you're like, no, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So it's like Psych. I just walked five thousand miles, my kid died, like I'm like, you know, yeah, like I have one yeah. shoe left, yeah, and now you're telling me never mind. No. Like I, that's for me. It was just like that. That was like that was like a plethora of times worse than like yeah. what Trump said. And I think they, they kept asking her, Kamala, she's gonna go to the border. She's like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. And like she never fucking yeah, went. Just, she went to this um <laughs> it was like an, uh, an Air Force hangar. It was like twenty miles away wow. from the border. <laughs> and so it's like when when AOC went to the, oh, to the where, they, where they had the kids, <laughs> yeah. She was like on the outside perimeter of the fence, yeah. and then that's like still like a mile away from the <laughs> So she never actually went yeah, in. Yeah. Um it, it, it's like stuff like that that for me like because they just want these like photo ops and stuff oh, it's absolutely. like man you guys need to like I, I, again like I, people are just that that brainwashed too. They're, they're just like seeing what they want to see from these people they support and then like these people they support will just say things that they want to hear while they're they're fucking them yeah. and people are okay with it yeah yeah, you, you, usually what males do, you know, they they, they fucking sweet talk the ladies, and, and then once they get it, you know what I mean. I say you're it's perfect, yeah, perfect, you know. Oh, I love you. Oh, you do? Okay, let me, let me get in it. here. You know, same shit, yeah. dude. And uh, and it's I, it, I just see it, dude. It's, it's gonna get worse, man. And like with all this nuclear threat, I think I, I, I'm I don't I don't see it as like a, like it's like it's just uh, propaganda. I think it is gonna happen. I think it is gonna happen. To shit. You you see you see the science. Is, I've been seeing the science for a while. You know, mm-hmm. um, no one likes. I mean, we live here. We're Americans and shit. And I personally, I know that we're not the good guys. I know I know we're the bad guys. I know that shit. You know, but most of us are blinded by that. Oh no, USA is the best. They're nice. You know, yeah. look look what they did to the slaves. Look how they fucking how they treated us and shit. And then look how they just invade countries for resources and shit like that. That's fucking bad. That's a that's really bullshit. Bad. That's yeah, bullshit. There, there, there is a lot of harm we've caused. Um, Our foreign policy, mainly. Yeah, foreign yeah. policy. Yeah. You know, just people we install as leaders in other countries, just for our benefit. You know, because we want to get at the resources or yeah. whatever it is. Um, it's just. Yeah, again, there's like even on like on the right side, you know, people want to say like, oh, America is like, 
this like bastion of freedom and like yeah like we kind of have these freedoms kind of like i think like, over time over yeah. other people over time yeah. i think they just kind of like lessen and lessen yeah. and lessen um so we're not really as free as like people freedom ain't free it. it's not free man <laughs> freedom there's something i tell sometimes people where it's just like freedom freedom as a concept you know it's yeah. just like that's why like in in the in the declaration of independence is you know the pursuit of happiness you know you mm -hmm. pursue happiness you don't mm -hmm. achieve happiness there you go. happiness is always something you need to work towards oh yeah it's a pursuit you always have to you're always trying to find happiness and look Makes for happiness up. and all that so it's not like um and like people that are like really lefty and like communist they're so like oh you know it's a revolution when the revolution happens that's like and for their narrative it's like you can't compromise the revolution. The revolution is going to be an ongoing effort yeah. forever. It's, it's forever. stupid as shit. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's like the same on the left and the <laughs> yeah. right. Because like, one side wants the revolution, and it's going to last forever. You're always going to go for the revolution. Yeah. And it never ends. And on the right, what tends to be the right, they're like, oh, you know, freedom and freedom. And it's like, but freedom is never, like you said, freedom is never free. You're always trying to get it. Yeah. Trying mm. to get close to freedom. You know, it's not like once you get, achieve, you know, quote unquote freedom, like you're on the farm that's it and yeah. you have your little livestock and you know mm -hmm. you have your kids it's not like it's like the end of the story nope. it's it's never that it's um you get to a certain place and whatever you're content with you try to maintain that um so like that's like a a thing that i i try to like kind of balance in my head and like, what, what, what is what is what is the point i have to reach in life where i think i'm free or the freest yes. and how do i maintain what a great that? question right now to ask i mean you know Going through what you're going to be going through in the next four years. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll get your answer there. You know, I mean, I'm sure you're going to be going through a lot. And, so, well, how I'm know. looking at this part, man, is just this is this is the last part of it. Um, yeah. After this, I have I have to do three years of probation. But the, these last two years have just been like, like, I mean, I try to make the best of what I can and the time I have and like, what, I, what I can do with the restrictions I have in place. But... It's been stressful, dude. Just like I had um, a couple, year, almost a couple years ago now, like one of my cousins in Arizona died, and it's just like I gotta call my pro, tell him where I'm going, why am I going, and all this stuff. But that stuff to me that kind of gets to me because it's like I'm a fucking baby. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I bet <clears throat> you you can't just leave like you said. You can't just leave. Like when I was going to do the thing with the, take pictures of the Ukrainians, like I could, I used to go to Tijuana like not all the time, but just I have friends that live in Tijuana, so yeah, I sometimes yeah. I go hang out there. Go to the art shows over there, and it's crazy because like I could see Tijuana. Yeah, you <laughs> I, go. It, it, like I'm not making a direct comparison, but it's just like imagine being a poor Mexican in Tijuana that can look into San Diego. Yeah, and you're wow. like, man, it's right there. Yeah, it's just right there, and I can see like opportunity and all this stuff. But for me, it's just like, man, there's Tijuana, and like I know if I go there, it's like a, that's it. It's happiness for me. Like yeah. I can go there, hang out, go to a restaurant with my friends, go like watch a band play, but I can't cross a certain line. So for me, that's just what it's been. So like, I know that after this, it's it'll it'll be okay. I'll be okay in there too. Um, I have some some friends and like some one of my coworkers um, from my cousin's company who uh, they've been in, in and out of prison and federal prison and jail, and they told me like if you're going to federal prison, it's like you have nothing to worry about. Basically, it's um you have more privileges. Um, everyone in like if I'm gonna be in a low security okay. part of it, so like level what is it? Level one. Level one. I think they call yeah. it a low. Yeah, low it's like low security. So like if you're low security, like everyone's just pretty relaxed for yeah. the most part. The level four is was freaking yeah. Crazy. Once you get up, it's like when you start 
being kind of like put in your shit. own cell. You, yeah. They kind of segregate you from a lot of people. You get one hour, one hour a day outside of your cell. But yeah, he just told you. My attorney told me like that place is is really like pretty relaxed. Just you just go in there. Everyone that's in there is not not that there aren't problems, but they're they're like it's very like. Minimum, minimum, dealing with narco killers or you know rapists yeah, it's, or, it's, you know maybe just drug white, charges and shit like yeah, that stuff, yeah. white collar shit crimes. yeah fucking um, tech shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude fucking hackers and shit like that yeah. yeah so I'll be okay man like I also know that there's like programs and stuff in that I can do so like I'll even schooling and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, go get your master's, bro. Get a master's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, four years, you know. Learn, learn, learn a new trade. Who yeah. knows, man? I'm, I just know this. One of my other friends I talked to, I told him, like, I'm just, that's just how I'm looking at this as. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to prison, but this is also an opportunity to just improve myself even more. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Free meals. Free meals. Free <laughs> rent. <laughs> right on the water. <laughs> Prime yeah. real estate. Oh <laughs> well, I mean, for sure, you know, like I said, you know, give us your information, you know, so you can write to us, you know, or whatever. I know I'll, yeah. I'll do my best to stay in communication with you, you know, because of course, man, I, I consider you as a good friend, you know, and I know we only met, you know, just a few years ago, but every conversation we had has been great, you know, in my eyes. Same here, man. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I love what you guys do. Um, it's like I, <laughs> I remember I brought up the tea. I know there's like a lot of drama and Latino podcasts uh, and all that stuff. <laughs> bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. <laughs> I'm not gonna. No, no, I'm not any, anyone in them um, specifically, but I just, I didn't know that's how the podcast world, oh, man. world was, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, man. But not just with you guys, but like some of my other friends that have like podcasts, like in the, the politics space, like it's, it's like the same stuff. And I told one of my friends, like, is it always like this with like podcasts? And they're like, dude, it, it gets way worse. Yeah. yeah. It gets it's hilarious. Worse. Honestly, it's hilarious. I just thought it was just. It's entertainment and shit, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I, I try not to participate in it. But when you're attacked, you, you can't help but, like, retaliate. But right now, we've been kind of, like, you know, fuck, we just let, let the dog bark and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, because then it's, like, back and forth. It's never ending. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The more attention you give to it, it, it grows. So, okay, I'm, I'm kind of where, you know what? I don't want none of that fucking drama because it's fake drama. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, motherfuckers ain't going to pull up and be like, what's up, dog? Let's get down. If you want to do that, it's all good. But it ain't going to be that shit. It's going to be, like, some high school shit back and forth. And I'm going to fucking, I'm going to be 43 <laughs> years old, man. I don't want none of that shit. I just mm-hmm. want to do what the fuck I got, I got, I'm going to do. Part of it is like you kind of kind of block that shit off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just like not give a fuck about it and eventually it'll it'll stop. You know what I mean? You know what's helped me out is getting rid of the page because I know that, that uh, I have I'm two sure pages. That does help, man. I'm Dude, sure that I mean, does. once I got rid of that page because I was constantly getting DMs from people yeah. whenever I would make an episode about whatever. And I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, I had, you know, political views on things. Most of my stuff was just history. And it's crazy because you're not you're not controversial not. like quote unquote I'm I am, not. and and I, I never get those DMs. Yeah, dude. never, never. Dude. It was all from the yeah. all from the super native community too. You know, you would think that that would get the most support from them, but no. Man, I was like, look, just look at these books. Like, you know, I don't have them up there for a reason. Like, did I actually read these books? Yeah, you can read them yourself, right? And I, I found myself at a point where I was constantly on on, on the DMs answering people. Yeah. And my wife's like, "What the hell are you doing all yeah, the time on yeah, your phone?" Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, she's right. I mean, I, I can't be giving my time to this thing. Yeah. And I was like, look, whoever's going to follow me is already following me. They can follow me on my personal page. I don't have an issue with it. Right. So we stayed in contact. I mean, you know, and I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. And I don't have to worry about the, oh, the, oh you know, like, that's dumb or oh, you're stupid or you're, you're a sellout. You know, I don't, it, it didn't really bug me, but just the fact that I was giving it attention. Mm-hmm. Right. Now it's just, I'm going to put out what I'm going to put out. If people listen to it, cool. If they don't listen to it, it is what it is. You know? It is, man. It's um, I had like I also like again like 
if I see people, it's it's generally people that send me messages and I don't even follow, so they'll end up in the um, with the request, request. yeah. <laughs> and um, a lot of some not not as much anymore. It's barely, but like the first like couple years during the COVID stuff, people were saying like, oh, all those people should be like inside and all that stuff. I'm like, what are you doing <laughs> yeah, out there? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like. Like man, I would love to. I don't man, know who you are. Shit, waste time, yeah. You waste time. You know. Yeah, you like, do. I don't know who you I are. Waste a lot of time. I like entertaining because I like the drama and shit, and <laughs> yeah. it's funny. But after a while, bro, it's, yeah. it's tiring. So it's someone like yeah. the when I was uh, taking pictures um, for a while, I was doing this like project where I was taking pictures of like Latinos in the MAGA space. Mm. So then I would get a lot of messages about that. But then people would be mad at me, and it's just like, dude, like I did, I just took his picture. Like I don't yeah. know why. Like, yeah. what the fuck do I yeah. have to do with this? Yeah. And then. Sometimes people would say like, "Oh, you know that guy? You talk to that guy?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's actually a nice person. Once you get to know him, <laughs> um, which is another thing. Like uh, when I was on the border, when we came across those kids, there were some really, really well-known uh, congressmen and women that were with us. And um, like again, on social media, when they go on TV, that it's like it's an act. Dude. Yeah, it's like they're like absolutely. they're poking the bear. They're trying to like, get a reaction out of people. Um, saying like fuck this or you know like libtard that um <laughs> but when you meet them in person and you can actually talk with them it's the completely like very yeah, civil yeah, very shit. civil very very cordial you know very professional um which and that was cool because when we when we found this is like how like a little uh, look into how fucked up stuff in the border is too when it comes to like um border patrol and the people that actually are supposed to be patrolling that so like half of the people in Border Patrol are Latinos. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of them don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Fuck. Like a lot of them. Yeah. So when we were there when that night when we found those kids, there must have been like twenty people from the government that wanted to take it. They were like the first to go there. Biden said he was they were he wasn't going. Yeah. But these people were the first ones to go and we took them on this little like quote unquote tour. And one of these um, congressmen was a guy in a wheelchair. He's paralyzed. So he went through like the fucking mud and the rocks in his wheelchair. Damn. We took him right up to the wall. So they could see it, and there was like huge ass bugs flying everywhere. And then when we found this, these people walking down the street that had just crossed, they all ran out. And me and my friends, we almost all of us speak Spanish, so like they all just like grabbed onto each one of us, like literally yeah. grabbed us by the shirts and like pulled us in. And they were like, "What is he saying? Where where is she from? The hell is that kid?" And yada yada yada. And then like we're like, oh my god, we're like in this weird position where we're like, now we have to translate for the government. That is funny, and it's just like. Like I, like I didn't know that was gonna happen, you know. Like I mean, I I wanted to help, so I did. You know, I felt bad for the the people that came over, and all that. But it was just weird to like have like this this person that's like so um, prominent, in, like um, in government and all that stuff, and is on Fox News and CNN all the time. And now they're asking me and my friends like, "What is he saying? Yeah, like why is this kid here alone?" And having to like relate to them, and then um. When it wasn't them, it was Border Patrol that, like, looked more Mexican than us, saying, like, oh, we just found a family of, like, eight. Can you guys help us? Because like we don't know what we're saying. Shit. And we're like, yeah, dude, yeah. I'll help you. No problem. But <laughs> like, Ironic. It's really, there. it was just a line opener for me, too. Like, it's how unprepared and um, yeah. 
there's there's a lot lacking for people yeah, that have you, that job. But too. you you would think like um, that the, the training would consist of them them learning at least basic Spanish and also they communicate with who yeah, they're going to they they're they're deal encounter. with. Yeah, you know what so, you're going to encounter. Yeah. You know, for example, like you know, I've I've lived in Alhambra for over ten years, but I I worked in Alhambra for about ten years, and after a while, dude, I would get people because predominantly oh. Asian, you know, just like Monterey Park is, and yes. I would get um, a lot of customers that work in the retail side. They'd have brand new fucking Avalon's cameras, right? They show up, nothing but Chinese, and they would they would uh, encounter my other coworkers, and they'd be like, "Oh, I don't speak Chinese," and they turn the people away. And I said, "You know what, nah, dude, this is this is my this is my customer. I'm gonna learn Chinese." Yeah. So I downloaded a podcast, and I was able to communicate with them at wow. least ba- the basic shit. You know, what do you need? Let me take a look. It's gonna be here on Tuesday and shit like that. And that really helped me, and I was making money. I was helping them because I felt fucked up, you know, because like yeah. they're being turned away because. Yeah. We don't speak their language, and it's like if that's what you're going to deal with predominantly, that's what you got to do. You got to adapt and make your job easier. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So that that's what I did, I, and I think, and that's just me on my own. Nobody told me to do that shit, but you would think. But I mean, I don't know. Dude. There's some of the, I don't know why they don't prepare them like that. Just like with the police too, how like, um, you know, a lot of times they they end up shooting people. I mean, most of the time, from what I see, a lot of that shit is like justifiable. Justifiable, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, it's like you can't. You can't say the guy was like innocent when he's like yeah. on video trying yeah, to, trying to grab the gun and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, shit like that, you know, like they, but there's uh, at the same time, there's some that make everything look bad, you know, like, like, like a bad apple it fucks up everything, everything else, you know, because yeah. of their actions and shit, you know, sometimes they turn their cameras off and shit like that. But I think the, the main, the main like idea or narrative that, that people have amongst like minorities towards cops the same sentiment that they have is that they're all they all hate us and they hate mm-hmm. cops and mm-hmm. shit you know I, actually with me growing up we weren't taught to hate cops it's like hey dude this is a game we're playing dog see the that, that, that's the game only you know what i mean you, you got to respect the fucking rules dog. there's rules homie so yeah. you got to respect them but nowadays it's like you you can you can run around with a fucking gun and point it at a cop and not expect to get shot and if you do get shot and it's nah dude it doesn't work like that you know what i mean but that's what's being pushed in the media and shit, you know. And then I even heard like, because I follow like black dudes that are like, like uh, smart fools that actually look into really what's happening. And they're mm-hmm. like, dude, this whole racial shit is fake. Dog. They're making it up. It's made up by yeah. white people, so they could think that that there's racial tension against them. But there's a bigger problem happening that you're not seeing. This is just what they're what they're showing you mm-hmm. to cover what's really happening behind the scenes around the world. What's happening? They 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 focus on these little fucking things that they know that it's gonna f- affect your your feelings. You're gonna feel a certain way about it. At the same time, there's a bunch of shit going around around you because you're just focused tunnel vision on this fucking racial yeah. issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you set an emotional right. That's how you control somebody. You make them emotional. They can't think logically. Exactly. So they're gonna just follow whatever you're telling them. Yeah, and like, and I agree with what Ramos said. Like, like there are, there are instances of like. Like racism is real, you know yes. that, that is one thing, but it's not like the. It's, it not, the it's not at the top of the pyramid. Yeah, yeah it's not the fifties. <laughs> it's not. It's not the forties. You know, it's yeah. not like the the, the zoot suit riots were like, oh, there's some fucking Mexican in a zoot suit. Let's go beat his ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not. <laughs> we're not at that era. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're like, it, we, it's it's a different time. You know, yeah. we we like you said, like there are many cases where like whether it's like a black guy or even like a, a Mexican kid or something. Yeah. When when that video goes out, and you watch the whole video, it's just like okay, well they edited. They only show you the clip they, where you get shot. Where we get shot, yeah. and then like you see like the thirty seconds before that, and uh, the kid's like has a gun too. Yeah, there's, there's, there's yeah. a little kid in a, in a hoodie, in a gray hoodie. He's running, and when he turns, he has a cuete. And, and, oh yeah, yeah. And then, That's one in Chicago, right? Yeah, and then people yeah. are like, oh poor kid, like he had a no. fucking gun. Why dude? is he getting a gun? You Why is he outside at three in the morning? Yeah, you yeah. know. So I I I don't I don't I, whenever I see stories like that, 
I don't all of a sudden make a decision on it. I kind of wait about a week or two till it kind of yep. marinates till they show more footage or I do some research on it then I make my decision on it. You know what I mean? But there's people that all of a sudden they want to do reactions. Oh, this fucking guy got shot and then it, later on it shows that, oh, well, the kid had a gun. Or just like, for example, there was a a, a, a taco truck that had an actual truck, right? And then there's people that were setting up out in the street and they made it seem like these were just like some people that it was their pop-up, their family pop-up. But looking more into it, this dude, that's that was the guy in the truck. That was his spot. And the people that set up, the lady that set them up is an owner that owns a bunch of pop-ups like that. So oh, she's fucking that, rich. It went viral, right? Yeah, where they threw water and shit. Yeah. yeah. So if you look into it, he's actually being victimized because that's his fucking spot. And it's him and he only has one truck. Yeah, mm. one truck. And he pays a license the right way. And this bitch is over here sending other people to go do her job. And everyone made it seem like, I mean, if it was that family... And that was their business. Yeah, you know, it's cool, you know, whatever. But this lady's got a gang of fucking money, and they try to raise all kinds of money, but the money's going to end up going to the lady. Yeah. yeah Not to the employees that were humiliated, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's true, man. It's a, I, I saw that, too. Like, I saw the interview yeah. with the lady, and then some people were saying, like, oh, yeah, like, the, her husband She's actually... She's like, wet out something. Yeah, She's balling, like, dude. Someone was saying something like, her husband actually has, like, a Ferrari or something like oh, that. Like, they're, they're, they're pretty wealthy people. <laughs> yeah, they don't need it. They raise, like, $20,000, but that's, like, $20,000 in their pocket. Yeah, they should have given um, it to the workers, at least, because they got humiliated <laughs> and shit. Crazy, but yeah, man. man, like, it's that's fucked up, There you was know? Um, a shooting where I live. Um, it's called El Cajon, where I live in San yeah. Diego. And uh, there was, like, one of... I think it was, like, the first time, like, a, there was, like, a big BLM protest kind of thing out there. And there was this... Um, African uh, migrant that lived there. His name was Alfred Olango, and he got shot by the police. He got shot and killed outside this um, this Mexican restaurant called um, Ponchos or Panchos. And there was people protesting everywhere, dude. It was like that's never happened where I live ever, yeah. you know. And it got kind of wild for a minute. Um, and they released the footage, and this guy was not armed, okay. But the thing is that he was he had one of those vaporizers, yeah, like the big ones. Oh, okay, like a gun, yeah. And have like a big mouthpiece and everything. Yeah. And in the video, he pulls it out, and he he goes like this. So like when you look down the mouthpiece, it looks yeah. like the barrel. Oh, of like the a gun. barrel, yeah. And it was like all metal and everything. Yeah. So like he did that on purpose. The cop so, came yeah. out. He, they were saying like the guy. You know, I believe it. The guy because he lost someone in his family died. So he was like emotionally upset. suicidal. He was suicidal. He he suicidal was like cop. arguing with the yeah. police, mm-hmm. and then he takes out his vape and like pointing at them like a gun. So like. Like, yeah, like you, if, he knew even, what he was if, doing. even if someone that you didn't know did that to you on the street and you he saw that off. that Fuck motion yeah. Yeah. happening and you saw this like pipe pointing yeah. to you, you're like, holy shit! Especially dude, like, if you're you're being instructed to put your hands in the air and you yeah. keep reaching. Yeah. Like when I see kids that's that get the pulled thing, over, I don't understand? They keep fu- what like, the fuck are you doing, dog? Like doing that just shit. put them up in the air. Yes. they keep fucking fidgeting, dude. That gives a cop the right to shoot your ass. Like, aren't you fucking smart? Just put your hands up. I don't understand why people don't do that. I don't get it. Or they want to reach for the fucking phone, dog. Like they record the cops. Like, dude, you're just making them angry. They're gonna fuck you up. If they don't shoot you, they're gonna fuck you up. Yeah, but. I guess because of what they see, the narrative is like, oh, record the cops. They're fucking, they're the enemies and shit like that. It's harassment. Stand up for yourself. Like, dude, just fucking cooperate. See, they'll leave you alone. And I'm saying from experience, Mm because when I was a kid, we were always getting pulled over, dude. And we would all cooperate. And I ran with killer motherfuckers, like crazy fools that I seen stab motherfuckers and shit like that. And they would cooperate with the cops. And what happens at the end? The cops let you go. And that's fucking, it's that that easy. And I mean, where where did that like stop happening where people stop listening or... Like you said, I mean, like it was a game, right? Back in the day, yeah. you you understood. Okay, if you're getting pulled over, just play the game. You know, just follow the rules. You know, mm, yeah. and now it's like, no, let's let's go against the game and let's go against the grain and start. Just yeah, yeah, the people knew the risks. Yeah. <laughs> a while, ago, you know, not, it wasn't even too too long ago. No. Really, it's like a recent thing where it's just like, where it's like, 
like like I guess they do see it as a game now, yeah. like a real like a like a yeah. video game. Where it's just like, okay, cop came up. Now it's my chance. <laughs> Want to be a martyr? Like, to, yeah, yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like do do some crazy moves and try to get his gun, and then I get to run away, and everyone thinks I'm a hero or something. It's, be on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, dude. It, it's 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 um strange because um it's there's there's so many things happening now, and like it's like almost in, in any whether it's like a job or like um a senior into or like you know whatever there's like always like these things that weren't there before where it's just um they're making their way in right they're they're making, like, i don't yeah. know what it, whether it's like act like people teaching things or like people putting in their narrative of like about the whole police thing it's like there's always something now where it didn't used to exist and now it's just like now you have to like take a stance on something yeah you know like you could have like with bands like i used to be in a band back in the day you know back in when I was in the, when I was in a metal band, you just played your music. Yeah. All that stuff. Now, if you're in a band, you have to like also <laughs> have a political statement. You know, have a political statement. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You you're have right. to have like a Ukrainian flag or LGBT flag yeah. in the background. You have to do something. <laughs> you have to like. I just want to play music. You got to be white and have a black girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like there's all these things. It's just like that wasn't around like yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. Now it's just like. Um, yeah. You, you got like, a company. You have to hire like like. Like I don't know, like affirmative the, action, affirmative, yeah, affirmative yeah. Action, diversify yeah. your work, your workforce, yeah. and it's just like things are so weird now. Like that's why like, a lot of people just like I think like um, I don't know if they lost hope or not, but a lot of people just kind of like give up. They're like, "Fuck it, if it's going to be like this, yeah. it's not going to do this anymore." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I foresee it getting <clears throat> fucking worse, man, because you see it every day, man. Something new is introduced, or certain ideas, or people are they just want to. They don't want to think for themselves, man, because everyone is so easily programmed. And I think before we just had the television where the television would fucking, you know, brainwash us and shit, right? And then after that, once that stopped working and people stopped watching television, they're watching like Netflix. And then Netflix, they started indoctrinating people with, with their with their visions and what they want us to yeah. do. And now they've got us completely covered on all, on all areas. We've got your phone. When you wake up, your phone is your alarm clock. You wake up, you look at your phone. And every time you're looking at your phone so many fucking times, it's studying you and it's fucking brainwashing you with all this propaganda. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, Mm-hmm. That's I think that's the ultimate weapon that they have that they're using against us, and I'm guilty of using it. You know, yeah, I yeah. Mean, everybody and, is. And, and I, I think th- I think you just we're at that point where you kind of have to. Yeah, you know, it, it's yes, it's been designed that way. To. Like, like yeah, I wish like I didn't have to have a phone for certain things, but it's just like your banks on your phone, your loved ones and friends are on your phone. Fucking GPS, your GPS. If you have a business, your business has to be on your phone. Yeah. Um. Paying your bill has to be on your phone. Like it's it's all on the phone now, or like a tablet. But like, not even like actual computers. Like they, they don't really sell as much as they used to. Now. Yeah, now, you're right. It's like ten or twenty percent of like computers make up like all all devices. Fuck. Almost everything is done on the phone. Yeah, almost everything, and that's crazy. So like, yeah, you're getting a call, text, Facebook, Instagram, like, and it's all like more or less like the same people still contacting you. Yeah, but it it's is. like. Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's it's good and it's also bad. I mean the good thing is like you know I was able to we were able to find each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it's, mm-hmm. you know like, you make connections with it too. It just yeah. depends on how you use it and you got to you got to set boundaries and shit too. You know, so don't let it can use it as a tool and don't let that shit control you. You control that motherfucker how you're gonna use it. You know? Yeah. Which is kind of hard, man. Because sometimes I find myself looking at Instagram and shit a little bit too much. You know, when I should be working. You know what I mean? And yeah. that kind of slows you down your productivity. Yeah. So I think it's it's all it's all connected, man, to make us kind of you know uh, like not 
be productive. You know what I mean? Just like I always say that shit about, about I love sports too, you know, but sports and shit like that. It's like you're wasting three hours. Like look at the, the Super Bowl just happened and like fucking millions of people. I don't know if it was billions of people. I think it's millions because uh, their, their viewership dropped, right? Yeah. And so like this is all people that are sitting down that for like three hours – they could have done something to better themselves, you know, like read a book, fucking watch a documentary where they're going to learn something, actually practice uh, a hobby that they do and to try to perfect it. But instead, we we sit down and we're entertained. But they're saying that that idea, it leads back, it goes back, trades back to like where the Romans, you know, like they have the Colosseum. Even and bread and circus. Exactly, yeah. you know. And, and, that, and it, it continues to work because it's history, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you don't study history and shit that happened, you're going to keep repeating the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And most people don't study. You know, and most people are not gonna like. For example, like like Flo, he he um he he learned a lot about of a uh, uh, Chicano studies and stuff like that, right? That stuff is not taught to you. You have to actually want to pick up that book so you can learn about your culture because yeah. they're not gonna teach us in school. Nope. I mean, now there's there's classes and shit like that, but in high school nobody taught me shit. I would pick up those books and read about it. You know, Aztec mythology and all this shit, right? Raza cosmica and all that. But that's because you gotta want to make the effort to learn. You know, like you gotta be mom, curious. Yeah, well, my brother yeah. told me like you know nowadays people are so lazy. You know, like they don't they don't want to learn on their own, so they just go with whatever the fuck is is fed to them. Mm-hmm. This, this is all information that's fed to you, right? And that's it's easily absorbed because they make it they, they package it up so so neatly and easily for you to consume it. You know what I mean? But whenever you want to learn on your own, you gotta you gotta make an effort to take the time and sit down and learn about these things that you're researching yourself and you're not being fed. You know? And yeah. I think we're just part of how we're being programmed nowadays. Well, that's true, man. Because like again, with like. For example, like you brought up Chicano studies, like the people I teach it in class and like universities and all that. Like this, there's a quite a few people I know that takes those those kind of classes in San Diego, and what they're teaching is like it's like some lefty it's, type it's, of it's, shit. It's not even what it was. Huh? No, it's not. It, it's weird, man, because like allegedly now you can be a Chicano and be born in Iran and never like, <laughs> like, like I'm not kidding you, dude. Like when uh, I heard that, oh, I was yeah. just like, wait yeah. a minute, what? Like, everyone's a Chicano, and they're like, it's, everyone, it's yeah, a, you could just opt in. You know, it's just like. For me, like how I how I read about it, and like I read some like really really early like publications stuff, like it just it was a slur. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I mean people it sounds kind of dumb, but like all it meant was like a little Mexican, a little Mexican, yeah, because yeah. they were like the son of Mexicans, yeah. Um, so a little chica, little Mexican, shit. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, and that's just like okay, well you're just a Mexican, but you're born in the U.S. and so Chicano, and like I guess it makes sense, and that was, but it was a slur. We embraced it and shit, yeah. and flipped it, and now it's just like. Oh yeah, you can. You gotta be a feminist, and then you gotta do this, and you what gotta like fuck? be like yeah, all these layers to it. All, yeah, all these to it. And it's just like that's not what it means at all. Like maybe the Chicano movement, yeah. which is a separate thing, can do that. But if you're gonna talk about the word, the actual people, yeah. and what the word, like what it's actually rooted yeah. in, like that's that's like saying anyone can be black. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. If that's anyone, the case, then you know. It's yeah. like that one dude, that white guy. From the UK, who identified as Korean. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He wanted to be though. Korean. Yeah, that's the next and thing. What do they call it? Like, trans, uh, trans, trans, trans race, trans race. Trans next thing. I'm telling you, in five years, it's gonna be the next yeah. thing. He regrets that decision now. But he was so he was so convinced that he was Korean. Damn. Wow. Which is wild, dude. Yeah. It is. One thing I want to also add about because we were talking about social media a little while ago and on the phones. Um, a little thing that came up in my case was that people should be careful what they write in DMs. Really, DMs. Because yeah. If if you not just because it, like it's not that you have to write something, but if someone writes something to you, or if you're in a group chat where certain, 
It doesn't have oh, to. It saying. doesn't have to be like yeah. something politically. It could be like someone like literally trying to traffic drugs or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in that chat or in that messages with that person, like it's um, they can subpoena Instagram and Facebook, and if they, because it happened to me, they can take all the messages from like ten years ago, and they can have them. They'll subpoena it, and they'll have access to every single message you've ever sent. Damn, Ramos, better watch out. <laughs> That's guilt by association. But you know what? I mean, I knew that they could do that, and, and I know they could do that shit even in real time. You know, they could fucking tap into your phone. They could be, they're listening right now, but they, 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 they have the power to do that shit. You know, yeah. even though they say that Apple kind of holds shit or, or fucking that T-Mobile it doesn't really release that shit, they, they can just subpoena it and, and pull mm-hmm. it up. You know what I mean? In, yeah, because like Apple... Apple supposedly doesn't like yeah, they collect they all that say, data, yeah. but and they, they don't, don't. They don't release it, but they, they, it, it can. It's still stored, so yeah. like, maybe it'll get to a point where they'll see it, but they can't get, use it against you in the maybe court. Maybe someone will pay enough money at some point. Yeah, where like okay, that's enough money. Now you can have access to all of this. Yeah, this is gonna happen. I'm just, pretty sure it happens. Dude. People should be careful. Is all I'm saying because. You might get a message and like, what did you mean by this statement? Like in 2017, like, I didn't even know I wrote that, dude. Like, <laughs> no, I was just saying what I was gonna do. Or I was drunk or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you, dude. Like, I couldn't believe it when they told me about that. I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, 29,000 pages of DMs. Damn. Like, like that's what they they got to like yeah. access of mine. I was just that's like, that's that's a lot of stuff that could be taken out of context. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. big time, big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of time and social media, I know that you got a train to catch, you know, and I don't want to hold you up too long and. I understand that, you know, um, when I get there on time, so, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, any last sure, words or anything you want to, or you, even you Ramos, you want to ask, you know, what we getting today? Nah, just pretty much, man. Thank you for, uh, for, for, for meeting up with us and for choosing yeah. us to, you know, to tell your story. And I'm, I'm happy that Flo was here because I haven't been feeling like myself, but you know, with you guys here, I, you know, I kind of came out of my shell a little more, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I want to wish you, you know, not luck, but just to, to have a I, just to make the best of your situation that, yeah. that, that that you got in front of you and shit you know it's always good it's always good to do that man because i mean you're still young and shit you know what i mean and it's i mean it, it it'll go it'll go by in, in a flash man i mean i know at first it's going to be fucking hard and you're going to think this is like fuck well, you know what am i going to do but yeah that's one thing that some people have brought up and like i even watch videos on youtube like where guys give advice like what to expect if you're going to prison cuz i don't like cuz i've already been in kind of thing and then like they're saying like if you're doing five to ten years, you need to keep in mind that there are people in there that are never going to see the outside of that facility ever yeah. again. Yeah. So they're saying like, just keep that in mind because you can think that this sucks. Fuck my life. Why did I do whatever? You know whatever it is. Like you're gonna get out eventually. Yeah, you are. You are, and then um, you know, especially you know, based on what kind of programs you know you join, or if you're a trustee, that kind of really helps a lot too. And then like. Hopefully you only do it like you know two and a half years, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, man, I want to do if if I gotta take college level courses like every single day, I'm just gonna do it, dude. I'm yeah. gonna get up, do whatever the what job they give me, you know, pick up a new trade or whatever. I'll I'll just do it, dude. Because look at it, look at it as something like where you're just gonna. It's gonna be just a time where you're gonna get to reflect mm-hmm. and better yourself, you know, with whatever resources they have available. You know what I mean? And like try not to. Get, and I, you're, you're a smart guy, so I don't think you'll get involved with the inside nah. shit. But I mean, just look at it like that, man. You know, it's only gonna be two years. Two years go by fast. You know what I mean? I know it's easy easier said for me because I'm I'm not, I'm not serving that time. But I'm just saying. I'm, 
and how I would put myself in that mind state is I'd be like, fuck it. You know what I mean? And the cool, the good thing about about you when, when I talk to you about it, you're like, you know what? I just said the truth, man. You yeah. know what I mean? You didn't lie about anything, you know? And and you should ha- you should be proud of that, man, because, yeah. like, you know, your intentions weren't to, to do anything crazy. You know what I mean? You were just in the moment. You were there. And, like, so, I mean, just look at it as, like, fuck it, you know? Uh, and, you know, you're going to serve his time. Because you wanted to be independent and do what you wanted to, what you like to do, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like you weren't doing anything wrong, you know? In the end, they, they're saying that it's wrong, but it's like, fuck, you were just there. You didn't do anything bad, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, you, you seem like a really strong dude. So, I mean, yeah, give us your information so we can write to you and also share it to people so they can, you know, stay in touch with you and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you guys want, you guys can visit me too. Okay. What, what, where's this going to be up north or where? No, in San Pedro. Term, oh, terminal oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Which which yeah. one of you guys wants to smuggle me on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Already. <laughs> and, and how are you gonna bring it? Oh man, you got a keys to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> now the, the the tables that they have, they're like they're like below your, they're below your knee because mm-hmm. before people would, would sneak shit underneath the table. So yeah. now they have they have a, they have it under your knee. So it's really really low. Where any transaction, <laughs> yeah, any transaction has to get taken place. It has right to be there. open. Yeah. Open. Yeah yeah yeah. And then yeah. uh, but like, um. Just depending on what kind of uh, if there's um, contact visitations and shit, then you'll be able to sit down like in a fucking like a stainless steel fucking uh, table and shit. And, and uh, usually the visits are like a couple of hours, like five hours, six hours and shit. Just depends and shit. And then there's like vending machines and shit like that. Because one of my friends told me he used to work really close to that prison. Yeah. And that um, the uh, the officers that work in there would like go to like I don't know I forgot where he worked at, but they would go to like where he worked to like I don't do paperwork or something. And he would ask him like, "So how's it like in there?" And like all the all the officers that work in there, like, man, it's pretty relaxed. Oh, that's Nothing cool, really man. happens that's in good. there. That's good. So I'm just taking people's word, also because some people have been into federal prison, some people have worked really close to that prison. Um, so again, I'm I'm kind of looking at this like I'm going away for college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you, you have to. <laughs> if man. it's four years, it's like okay, yeah. well, you have to. See you guys later. I'm, gonna, I'm finally gonna get my degree, right? Want to get my degree? <laughs> you have to. And then the, the the thing is, the thing too, man, that's really cool about uh, about the the capability that we have, you know, mentally is that like, although you're you're gonna be stuck in you know in a in a room with these walls around you. You're, you still have your mind and your mind could take you anywhere dog you know mm-hmm. and, and, and and then you're a very smart guy so you could just focus on that you know focus on your memories focus on the future and shit i think it's i think i mean it's um some people do like self they self-isolate and they self-exile themselves to you know they leave to the fucking wilderness and shit like this this of course is you know you don't want this but i mean look at it as a positive shit you know what i mean to to grow you know what i mean that, yeah. that's that's how i would look at it you know yeah, that's how i'm looking at it yeah, yeah man. and i admire your, your calmness in this whole storm man i mean when you told me this last week i was like Wait, what is he talking about himself or somebody else <laughs> he's I was really like, really he's calm and shit. he's like yeah you know i'm gonna go to prison for four years <laughs> yeah, i was like man. what i would have been fucking tripping out like yeah yeah me too so, i've been all fucking paranoid dude. i'm like i'm just like man i admire that and like i said you know i don't know if i can seek you in the phone but i will write to you you know right there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right, man. So thanks for coming on. Thanks for for joining me. And uh, thank you, guys. This was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, hey, when when you come out, we'll fucking do it again, dog. It'll it'll be over in no no time, dog. Yep. You know? All right. So thank you very much for for being on, dude. Thank you, guys. See you in four years.